What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adores him. What a mighty God we serve. Good morning. Good morning. Listen, I want to try. I told y'all I was practicing my singing, so I'm trying to go ahead and, and you know, mighty God bless the people of, you know, today. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and... A little bit of music just to start our day. Listen, I pray that you can hear my smile if you can't see it, because we're about to start a day off excited, fantastic, wonderful, all that good stuff that we like to do. With that being said, I'm going to kick it over to the first song. Make sure y'all ping some people in the room. Make sure y'all share all that good stuff. Tag your people. Comment all that good stuff. Drop a good morning in the chat if you're having a great day because I just love the Lord and I just feel like having a good, good, grand old morning. It's Wednesday and they say it's hump day and I'm not going to hump nobody. But guess what? I'm going to have a good time with the Lord. We're going to enjoy each other. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ on the cross between two thieves and one of them went to heaven and one of them went to hell. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> Yes, God, it's that time of the morning. It's time to start our morning off the right way. With that being said, listen, let's cut it over to the first song and then we're coming right back. Let's go. It's Women's Day. Change me, oh God. Make me more. Like you, change me, oh God, wash me through, through, create me a clean. Change me, like only you can, Lord, change, change me, 
Is anybody out there need the Lord to change something about you? Change. Whatever's not like you, Lord, I want you to. Do it for me, Lord. I dare you to just put your hands on yourself. Lord, I want you to change me. Like only you can, Lord. Change. Can y'all help me say it? It's easy. you mean it. Change me. Whatever but not like you, Lord, I want you to. Uh-huh. From the inside out, Lord. Oh, I'm not saying I need you to. for anybody out there i'm talking about how you did it for anybody out there 
Mighty God, we serve good God from on Zion. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Let me sit down and take a break real quick and rest. Whew! Because I'm talking about it's a change. It's a change. We talked about that last Thursday. Listen, shameless plug. Go tell your friends about last Thursday. We recorded it, remember? Like, we talked about change versus growth. Go tell your people. Like, baby, I understand you change, but you got to grow a little bit. I understand that you're growing, but you still got to change, baby. Because, you know, your friends confused. Can I, can I be honest? Like, let me prophesy. I've been up since five. And y'all know I'm kind of, y'all know, when I get up at five, I be having time of the day. So guess what? Like, yeah, go tell your people. Stop lying. You know they confused. They think they done changed. They ain't changed. They grew a little bit. <laughs> like, no cap. <laughs> they grew a little bit. <laughs> like, they grew some money. They grew another car. They even grew a couple of kids. They even grew a couple of pounds. <laughs> but they ain't grow not I mean, they ain't changed nothing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Mr. Chin, don't talk. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They did. They grew a couple of kids, grew a couple of pounds, grew a couple of houses, cars. But but they ain't changed not nothing. I'm just saying. But, you know, I'm going to stop. I ain't going to. This is not what I came over here to do this morning. But y'all know, I done spent time with God. And God be picking on me. So sometimes as the baby prophet, the teenage prophet, I get, listen, it only be four of us on here at this time in the morning. So I get to clap back a little bit. And then, you know, hopefully it'll trickle over somewhere in life. And then eventually I'm going to be like, y'all remember I said that in the morning when nobody was listening? Nah, I ain't that. Because, <laughs> baby, I know y'all be seeing this foolishness that be going on. But I'm we going to act like we don't see it because... Hey, it is what it is. That's why we take we talking about it today. I was gonna say we taking about it today, but that's why we talking about it today. Taking too soon, or has God's will been done? Did you fulfill your purpose? Cause y'all be lying to people. Y'all be telling people all kinds of craziness and foolishness. But I ain't gonna get to that right now. I'm gonna just go ahead, tap in the prayer. Do me a favor. Make sure you're sharing the room. Make sure you're, you know what I'm saying, plugging the room. It's not just about me in this room. It's about you guys. And I love the fact that you guys get to show up. Even though y'all don't show a clock, even though you guys do not, y'all know what I mean. You, know, every you said that? I, I be, yeah, you know, I'm, I am be going too fast. It's 8 in the morning. You know, I'm just not getting to talk to people. So, you know, I be moving fast, but I got to slow down and think. But I'm going to kick it over to prayer. Share the room. Bring some people in the room. Even though most of the people don't show up to 9, 10 o'clock. You know, we be having a good time at 8 o'clock when it's just me. So make sure you share the room, ping the room. We finna have fun real quick. I'm going to kick it over to prayer. We're going to kick it to a song. And then we're going to move about our day because I just believe by faith that God is about to move in this moment. Okay? So with that being said, not in, even just in this moment, this whole room. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and tap into prayer. And then we're coming right, right back. Is that all right? All right, bet. Let's go. <sighs> Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. God, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you for waking us up on this new day. God, we thank you for giving us the grace for this day. God, we thank you for allowing us to live, survive, and thrive. God, we thank you for this minute, this moment, this second, this day, and this hour. God, we thank you 
right now for everything that you're doing, that you're about to do, God, that you finna do. God, we just thank you just for being God all by yourself because only you can do what you do. God, we thank you that you're wise enough that you see our mistakes and still forgive us. God, we thank you, oh God, that you see our faults and still allow us to wake up each and every day. God, we thank you, oh God, just for you being God and God all by yourself. Father, before we ask you for anything, we just want to take the moment to thank you for everything. God, we thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning with a fresh mind, a sober mind, a mind that stayed on you, a mind to want to connect with your people, a mind to want to educate, develop, and help your people, God, a mind to want to serve you. God, we thank you, oh God, for a pure heart, a heart that has compassion, a heart that loves your people. God, we thank you for a heart that wants to do good, even though evil is always connected. God, we thank you, oh God, that you have blessed us with the opportunity to do more. God, we thank you. Oh, we thank you. God, we thank you for, 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 oh God, we thank you for the hot water, the cold water. We thank you for the roof of our head, the shoes on our feet. God, the clothes on our back. God, we thank you just for all that you are. God, we give you adoration right now, God, just for you being God. God, we thank you for being a, a, a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless, God, a brother to the brotherless. God, we thank you, God, just for being God. Now, Father, even as we come into your presence, God, we, we repent right now for every sin, every transgression and iniquity, everything that we've done to offend your people or the people connected to us, oh God, or even you yourself. God, we ask that you will forgive us right now in the name of Jesus, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit that we may enter into your presence, oh God, and receive your wisdom, your knowledge, oh God, and your fresh spirit in the name of Jesus. God, give us the power uh, and the encouragement to do all that you have called us to do. God, give us the inspiration to apply the knowledge and the wisdom that you give us in the name of Jesus. Uh, because he's given us the opportunity. Father, we, oh, we ask for forgiveness right now, God. Even as we desire to produce forgiveness within our own heart. Father, the God, we ask that you have caught every person connected to us that we have offended to forgive us as we forgive those that have offended us. God, we ask that you'll renew the right spirit in us that we'll be able to receive what you desire to impart in us. Father, download in us the agenda of heaven and the itinerary of heaven that we may know what you desire to do in our life and in the life of America and those connected to us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you because even as we pray, we believe and receive that you're giving us everything that we ask for. So we say thank you in the midst of our asking. God, we thank you for your daily downloads of benefits. God, we thank you for your daily impartation. God, we thank you right now in this moment for giving us all that you have called us to have. God, we thank you that you are blessing us with the capacity to hold that which you have given us. Father, because we know, we know, and we can admit that in the past, God, 
we done let some things drop. We done, we done dropped the ball on some things, God. We done let some things go. But Father, we thank you that in this moment, you are giving us the capacity and the capability to hold everything that you have given us. That we can handle the weight. Father, we thank you that God, in the name of Jesus, protect this room, cover this room, cover this space. God, let there be no interruptions, no disruptions or interferences. Father, in the name of Jesus, let every person have word seasoned, oh God, for this time, this moment, and these people and this audience, God. Let us be impactful, educational, edifying, and entertaining in the name of Jesus. Father, let no weapon come against us, be formed to destroy us, discourage us, delay us, deny us, deter us, or devour us. For we are more than conquerors. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you because it is so in Jesus' name. And all people said, Amen. All right, I got to stop. I'll be forgetting. I'll be praying with other people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't going to repent for it. But I, I do apologize for not letting y'all know. I was going to go in real quick. Hallelujah. I've been up since five. I'm sorry. I just. I just be one more time with God. Like, y'all don't realize, God blessed me to spend time with him. And I just be thankful. Oh, God. And I just, I love this momentum that he got me building. All right, I'm going to shift to a song, okay? I'm going to just shift to a song because I do. I feel bad. Profit. Uh, yes, ma'am. I you you know you know you went in right. Mm-hmm. I knew it was mm-hmm. gonna be on when I heard the prophetic music playing in the background. I said, "Wait a minute, he got a soundtrack now." Oh. Oh, Shameless plug. I have a whole prayer album on, on SoundCloud. Are you serious? Okay, well I'm gonna need to know about that. Yeah, okay. Yes, Lord. Let's cut to a song real quick. Let's just worship for a minute. And I know it's Women's Day, but I'm going to go ahead and cut to because I didn't really plan this. Well, I planned Women's Day. Do I, did I plan a, a spontaneous worship song? I don't know. Hold on. I got to look at my playlist because he just caught me off guard. Uh, Let's do this. Okay, this is just enough time I need. I just need a little time. For me and God. So I'm going to play this one and we're going to come right back. Because God have mercy. I didn't expect that myself. Okay. There we go. I see. 
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I pray that you're having a great, fantastic, amazing, awesome morning. What is it, Wednesday? I hope you're having a wonderful morning, a wise morning. Um, a white people type of morning where you don't get no tickets and stuff like that. <laughs> no shade, but I'm just saying. You know, that was, never mind. I'm just going to blow Like I said, good job, Google. It's time to go. stand up, stretch, and make you some breakfast. Thank you. Anything else? Well, Google just gave us the morning announcements. It's 8.30, 7.30, 6.30, wherever you may be. It's time to stand up, stretch. There you go. Crack them spines. Yes. If you've been at work for at least an hour, go ahead and take your 15-minute break. <laughs> That's how I am. I promise. I'm that guy at work. I'm like, oh, you've been here an hour? Oh, yeah. Go ahead and take your 30. <laughs> I'm like, I'm telling you, my boss will hate me to be y'all boss, but I'll be a good boss because y'all will love me, which make, which means y'all will do y'all job. But then it'll be like, hold on, how are you making this? So yeah, it'll be because I give you a 30 minute break every other hour. I'm like, yeah, gonna take you a 15, gonna take you a 30. Uh huh, yeah, we cool. Because I just, I don't know, my mind, my mind, y'all pray for me. Y'all pray for me. I know I just pray, but y'all pray for me. Like, real talk, y'all pray for me. Like, cause I was like, okay, real talk. I just apply for disability. Yeah, I pray for me because I think I need it only because I'm saved, saved, and I'm so saved in my head that I think it's like it's a problem. It's like y'all gotta pray for me. Like I'm the only person that just didn't apply for SSI because I'm too saved to go to work. Like I can't. Like I got a twitch issue. Like. Every time I go to work, I'm speaking in tongues and they laughing at me. And I'm starting to feel bad because I'm, I'm just being saved. Like, oh, I'm going to come out. I'm going to come out. I'm going to come out of it. But yeah, like, y'all pray for me because it's that type of journey. But now, nah, real talk, let me go ahead and get to the scripture of the day because as y'all can tell, I've been up since 5 o'clock, which means by now I've probably been up with my three hours, two hours. 
yeah, three hours. So I'm going to go ahead and get to the scripture of the day. And what's interesting is, uh, what's interesting is when I've been like up this long, I no longer start working from the office. I be working from the living room. And anybody who worked from home and like got multiple rooms or stuff like that, it just hit different when you work from the living room versus when you work from your workspace. Cause you know how you be at the desk and you don't like working from the desk for real, for real. Cause you have to be upright. You gotta sit down. You probably gotta have your camera on and stuff like that. But then when you like lay in the bed or when you sit on the couch and get to work, oh, I'm talking about it hit different. Like it's a whole different type of uh, growth a whole different type of create uh, creativity like all the, you know i just i don't know i just it hit different when you work from the couch so this morning i'm working from the couch praise god hey google can you mute the living room tv good job because i'm trying to do my scripture of the day and i can't find the remote praise god but the scripture of the day comes from ephesians chapter number four my God. Ephesians chapter number four, starting at the 32nd verse. Yeah, I'm just going to read um, Ephesians 4, chapter number 32. And it says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Hear it again one more time. One more time. Do I need to read it from another translation? Okay, cool. It says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ, God forgave you. I'm just saying, that was the scripture today. I didn't come up with that. That was my plan. If you Google, but if you go to Bible Gateway, that was the scripture for Bible Gateway. I hope it pricked your heart, your spirit, and made you feel blessed in some type of way because guess what good measure press down shaking together running over is a scripture you'll shout about but this one it'll make you shout so hopefully it'll make you think amen 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 hallelujah see i don't be trying to like be offensive or nothing like that i just be wanting to do what the bible tell me to do and the bible tell me just you know have a good conversation make you think make you you know that's why i just be like operating my zone doing what we need to do you know what i'm saying because i just be believing and saying what god's saying because once you say what god's saying not not all the time sometimes you gotta shut up sometimes you gotta shut up but sometimes you just gotta say what god's saying right now i'm finna shut up so we get to the song break but as far as reading that scripture that was god's scripture amen that was god's scripture <laughs> but no for real talk i'm gonna get to another song and then we're going to come back so we can check in because it is that time it's time for check in it's time for see what the day is like I got to tell y'all about my morning because I've been on 10. I got to tell y'all about the news, the hot topics, and the word of the Lord that God is downloading me. That's how I know I got to get back to my TV show because it's one thing to have a word every Sunday. But to have a word every day and be able to push it every day, it's just something about what God's going to do in this earth I'm excited about. And I'm glad that I'm going to be a part of it. Because I just feel like God need to move. And I feel like God want to move. But I feel like we being hard here. Because God, if God going to move, God going to move through us. Jesus Christ on the cross. Listen, y'all want to, what, what Christians say, don't nobody want to talk to God. Don't nobody want to talk. Because if God going to move, guess who's going to move through? He going to move through you. 
Oh, don't nobody want to talk to God. But guess what? He can't move or move through you or move, period, if you don't got something to do with it. Because guess what? You keep telling some Lord, whatever you're doing, please don't do it without me. Well, how you going to do it if you're not a part of it? That was all right right there, Prophet. Keith, I told y'all I'd be playing with y'all this brother. Don't do it like that. Don't clap me up, though. Don't clap me up. You stayed on You stayed on note and everything, y'all. You stayed on two and no. I'm proud of you. I'm so weak. Miss Lashina, that's why I be the you in the room. But that could be realized. I mean, it was consistent, too. Okay. I see. Keith, can I say back up there? We got to go through some more trials to make sure that this is not a one-time thing. See, this is what's wrong with the people of God right there. Y'all want me to climb a mountain just to be on the praise team. We just got to make sure everybody's in, you know, their proper place. You know, people be coming to yes. the church and all. Um, we got to send know. up a perfected praise. Yeah, you got to make sure everybody is in the proper place because people come to church and they get in all these positions that they're not really, not supposed to be in. That's not really your area. But, you know, you try to operate in something that, you know, God will really call you to. Cause see, you Don't get into next week yet. Oh, yeah, because oh, you're getting into it. Yeah, that's a whole read. And we, oh, okay. Oh, never. No, no, keep going. Because that's the whole read. And you know, in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll do that. We'll, we'll read you up and down only because don't nobody be in here. And if you hear it, it's because God wanted you to hear it. Real talk. I'm just saying. But that's how they be in the church. Keep keep going. And yeah. put you in positions. And, yeah. they, you know, they just put you in positions, you know, as a spark filler. You know, they don't really try to analyze where you are. A lot of pastors just put people in positions because they're trying to either trying to hold them to make sure they don't go nowhere because you know they recognize that there's yep, a hunger in them to really to really do something in ministry. So if I put you in some place as a pastor, if I put you in some place too fast and that's not really where God wants you to be, then you become burnt out too quick. And now you um I've helped you forfeit your assignment. Because you know a lot of times if you see frustration in the area, that's probably because that's not the area you're supposed to be in. So even though you might have the ability to carry a note, but come on, if come you on. Are really more effective at, on the intercessor team, or you're more effective on the usher That's team, or you're good, more effective um, in some other area of ministry, then I've got to make sure that I'm placing you in the proper place because what I don't want to happen is the watchman of your soul uh-huh, to put uh-huh. you in a place where you can, um, where I can cause there to be some type of finish. You know, because I've seen where people who have the ability to sing, but that's not necessarily their area. That's not their grace. Right. And they become burnt out real quick or, you know, they, they become offended. And now what I've done is I've, I've killed you prematurely before you've gotten um, either your total. Shut the honey I see. Keith, shut up. Mute your mic. Keith, you got to mute your mic. Oh, I'm sorry, big bro. Okay. Ooh, that, you said the word when you told somebody I didn't kill you too soon. When, I told, y'all see the title, right? Yes, sir. Y'all see the title. Yes, he getting it too, too much. Ooh, ooh, because when I tell y'all, we've been in verse, we 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 try to be balanced all month. If y'all been realizing, I've been doing the verses type of thing, and keeping got it to a point that oh, I didn't want to. Oh, key, bro, big bro, big bro, big bro. 
I'm gonna shut up. Ooh, because I didn't really break out. Is this your time? Is it? Is it like what? Do you, what do you? Oh, my God! And the church love doing that. The church love accepting you for your gift, but not acknowledging what grace you walking in. Ugh. They love utilizing you at a moment for your gift, but not understanding what grace you got covering you, how to use what's on you, or even the grace that you're walking in. Because guess what? For my gift to go forth, it got to be something for me to, like, never mind. All right, well, um, what was I supposed to be doing in this moment? Cutting to a song, right? See, this is why I only talk during 8 o'clock. Because y'all get me stirred too early, and I was already on 10. Y'all take me to 1,000. This is one re oh, this is why I like I don't oh I bet my neighbors be mad at me. Cause it'd be like 8 40 in the morning. It, well, I told you I was up at 5 45. If y'all heard that speaker downstairs, I'm talking about they probably was pissed off at me at like 6 50 this morning. Oh Jesus Christ. Let's cut to a song and then we coming right on back. Hey man, it's time to check in. Whoo. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm talking about big pressure. Big Christ on the cross between two thieves, one on with the heaven and one on with the hell. God have mercy. I feel Jesus. Listen, stop. Uh uh, Anita, we just played you. Girl, go stop. Uh uh, because no, because Jesus' will is going to take place, but we're going to wait on it real quick because we ain't in no hurry. we still making a decision. Hallelujah. Look, amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every morning with fresh inspiration, motivation and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're at right now. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, getting at home, getting ready for work, working out, or maybe you called off today. I have to realize some people just be at home getting ready for work. You know what I'm saying? So I had to add that in there. But whatever you're doing, I just pray that you're having an amazing day and you're starting your morning off the right way with the right inspiration, motivation, conversations, edifications, automations, you know what I'm saying? Everything that in with a C-A-T-I-O-N-S, you know, all of them. Yeah, amen. 
yes, I'm excited today because guess what? It's a wonderful Wednesday. It's a it's a it's a wise Wednesday. It's a wind down type. Well, no, no, because I'm motivated. I don't know. I can't think of no other like no more W words that like excite me because you know. But yeah, it's a good Wednesday. <laughs> With that being said. It's time to check in. The time now is 8.48. Meaning it's time to check in and see what the mod squad up to. You know, if you're in the listening lounge, look, make sure you go ahead and hit us up in the chat. Tell us, you know, where you're listening from, how you start your morning. You know what I'm saying? Just say good morning in Jesus' name, whatever the case may be. All of that good stuff. Ping some people in the room. Tell your friends you're in this exciting clubhouse room, and they funny, they entertaining, they they got some good information. Now, yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? Do all that good stuff. I don't really know how to plug myself or plug the room, but I'm trying. So y'all just, you know, just do it what God called y'all to do. Amen. Amen. With that being said, look, let me tell you, I started my morning off on 10. On 10. Because I went to bed on time. Like, I just be going, like, now I'm mature. Like, it's something. And what's crazy, that's why I told certain people I wasn't prophesying this year or at least prophesying nothing new for this year. In the beginning of the year, I told you, even on the Rams show, I couldn't release a new word for this year because I didn't feel like that was giving that new for real. Even though it was going to be some new stuff happening, I didn't feel like, you know, there would be a year of some new stuff that I should prophesy some new stuff too. I mean, I did in a in a in a sense, but I didn't really feel it because I I know God was reteaching some things, right? So I've been in a season where God has been reteaching discipline and discernment to me, or discernment then discipline to me, so I can make the right decision. And if y'all noticed, we've been talking about those certain things on this in this room on this show for the last you know couple of months and stuff. So the fact that God is rehashing this stuff to me and all this other, I'm just thinking that this discipline thing that we learned in this season is going to be real great. So he's been having me on a momentous journey. I like that word. Momentous journey to, you know, getting back into that standard of, you know, how we uphold ourselves, impact people, all this other stuff. So I've been getting up on time. I've been reading my Bible, reading other stuff. I've just been kind of focused. So I'm really excited about that. This morning, I woke up really excited, really focused. Um, I went to bed on time last night. I cooked yesterday a little bit early because normally I cook late, which I need to stop doing so I can eat on time. But yeah, normally, yeah, anyway. So I cooked them time yesterday. I just had a good night that ended my morning the right way. And woke up today excited. Had time with God. You know, all the other good stuff. As far as the, you know, breakfast, y'all know, I don't eat breakfast until, like, is it y'all get the topping so I can actually cook me some breakfast this morning? I really want, mm-hmm. I got some turkey sausages down there that I ain't used. I had a look at them last night. I ain't use them up, and I think I should go ahead and <laughs> use them before they spoil, or, yeah, it's going to look real bad, so I think I'm probably going to use that, make like a, a turkey burger, but it's going to be like a turkey sausage burger type of thing I've seen on Instagram, so yeah, I don't know. As far as the weather, it's 64 degrees right now with a high of 84, so it's supposed to get hot today. I'm excited about that because y'all know when it's hot, I don't really go outside, but I can turn my air conditioner on. Come on, give God a hand cup of praise for that. Come on, for real, for real. Can y'all give God a hand clap of praise for being able to tell y'all air conditioner on? Oh, y'all yeah, almost don't got air conditioner. It's okay. I'm going to hang myself a hand clap of praise. 
<laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout out to you. Uh, hallelujah. Shout out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to have that moment. Yeah. I, I just, I, I get excited because I like the heat, but I like staying cool and warm. And yeah, God gave me air conditioning. So yeah, that's the weather. That's my breakfast. That's how I'm starting my morning. Um, Yeah, PTR, see what you guys are on stage. And we're going to go in that order. Start with Julie, Keats, Dr. Patton, then we're going to go to Yaz. Julie, it's on you. See, that's why I be trying to get like filler conversations just to be saying stuff. Y'all don't be ready. Lord God. No, but I be listening. <laughs> I speak from my office to where I'm at. It'd be different, but I be listening. My phone don't be with me because my phone is heavy in my pocket. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Um, let me see what the weather is. It's here in Orlando. Oh, weather, weather, weather. The weather here is 70, high 84, low 63 here in Orlando. But this morning, what I had ate this morning, I ate steamed turkey, but I bought it with vegetables turkey wings, and rice. <laughs> and I got the heavy breakfast. Um, Julie, hold on, pause, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, what time of the day or the morning did you wake up to cook some steamed vegetables and turkey legs with some rice Hello, for breakfast? <laughs> exactly. I, I have heavy breakfast, y'all, though. I have to start heavy. I start heavy and light. You know how I had Listen, you look at it. I got some oxtails this morning. My God. What? Julie, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you had oxtails in the morning. Well, for I said, I need a heavy breakfast. I am telling you, them, Julie, them, you them, said you was trying to lose weight. Don't worry. I get in there. That's why, that's why I feel heavy in the morning. I have a heavy breakfast. And then with noon and six, I don't eat after six o'clock unless I had to go to dinner or something like that. And that's what I eat. I'm heavy. But other than that, I eat heavy in the morning and light all through the daytime. I'm from this side. I just had to with you. <laughs> no, that's the only way. This is what, you know, prophet, you know, I'd be working hard, hard, hard. I'd be hungry. So I say, oh, let me have a heavy breakfast. And throughout the daytime. I don't sleep until about six o'clock, one o'clock in the morning. So I have to eat heavy. But then you get right back up though. I don't see how you do that. I couldn't go I can't eat heavy, go to sleep and then get right back up. No, 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 no. Like when after six o'clock I don't eat no more. I just drink water, juice and I love smoothies. I'll do that. And I love my tea, so I drink tea in the morning in the nighttime. But once I eat heavy, like this morning I already didn't eat my my turkey legs and my rice and vegetables. So noon, I'll probably eat an apple and eat, you know, yogurt or something like that. And then within um before six o'clock, I'll probably eat something like a light salad. <laughs> well, I think I'm gonna suggest Keith. You might have to take that diet. Eat healthy in the morning with your big breakfast in the morning, and then eat light throughout the rest of the day. That way you can lose. You know what I'm saying? It might help you. You know what I'm saying with your journey, because I don't, I don't, I'm trying to gain weight. So I'm going to eat big all day. Like, I'm going to eat a heavy breakfast, heavy lunch, and heavy dinner. That's it. 
I'm trying, I'm trying. And that's what, if I tell you something, it's only my limited tummy I have to lose weight. I don't, I don't have to lose weight, all of them. I like how my body is. I, I love I was going to say, I don't think neither, I don't think y'all should lose weight. I'm trying to gain y'all weight, low key, but you know. No, some, no, no, no. There's some, uh, no, there's, there's some of the outfits I have lying up for my trips. See, you don't know. I have Jamaica, I have Mexico, and the Bahamas left. So I have to look nice. You know, Bahamas, Bahamas is my last trip after that. I'm trying to look nice, too, with an extra 20 pounds on me, in Jesus' name. Listen, man, you <laughs> Now, Prophet, you tell us, what, what, what is your age? What, you five, what, six something, what? I'm 5'11", almost six feet. I'm not, I'm, I think oh, I'm done growing. Yeah, I'm done growing. You, you go with your bad self. Now, look at me. You 5'2". Well. I'm 5'2", so, so, so don't do it, Prophet. I get it. I understand. I understand. Other than that, nothing else. I just, I'm losing a lot of sleep as past these couple of days because I have a, a, a deadline I must beat. So other than that, nothing else. Just working, working, working. Definitely, definitely. Hey, I got your um information too yesterday. Uh, we're trying to finalize some things today with you. Um, So I'll be looking out for um, my email. You know, the yes, yeah, I, I want to see that because you know the product ain't ready. I just leave it for the label and the lights. Bad, bad. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna get you a go ahead and try to send you our draft today, and you know, hopefully you can finalize it by Friday so we can, you know, get some things done. I love it. I love it. Ah! <laughs> Limitless Lines is part of a national brand being launched in Walmart. That is so dope. Shout out to my girl, Julie. All right, we're going to throw it over to Keith real quick. <laughs> Keith, it's on you. How you starting your morning? What's for breakfast? What's the weather? Uh, good morning, everybody. So it is, I don't know the weather. I'm, I'm going to be honest. It was kind of cool when I went outside. That's all I know. Um, it was clear when I went outside. That's all I know. And um, as far as breakfast is concerned, I'm probably going to have a protein shake. Um, I went to the doctor yesterday. And um, got some stuff I need to do um, as far as making sure I am my healthiest self before the surgery. So um, I'm going to try to do everything the doctor says. Um, everything the doctor told me yesterday, I was like, you know what? Um, yeah, okay, you know what? That's fine. Whatever you say. <laughs> After the point, you get to the point of your life, you're like, you know what? Whatever you say. Just whatever y'all say. So... He told me, you have to change your relationship with food. I said, okay. I said, I don't mind. He said, you got to leave the Mountain Dew alone. I said, okay. He got the sweet tea, and I was started praying. I said, oh, God. Um, but um, nevertheless, I'm going to try to cut these things out so I don't have no issues later. Y'all can take the prayer my strength of the Lord because, you know, this is a journey. When you've been doing something for a long time, but then you got to change everything. It's kind of hard, but it's necessary. So y'all keep me in prayer. But that's my morning. I hope y'all having a good morning. Thank you so much, big bro. Listen, I love you. I appreciate you for coming and supporting me. And, you know, just being a part of room as always, despite, you know, some issues. Because, you know, we're going to pray through them. We're going to pray through them. I mean, you know, we're going to pray through them. You know, we're going to get through it. <laughs> With that being said, I'm going to just go ahead and move to Dr. Pat because it's 9 o'clock. And, y'all know, I'll be trying to get through the check-ins before 9. But, you know, I'll be talking too much. And then we'll be going through it. So, you know, I'm going to start just trying to do check-ins, you know, at least between 845, 9, 15. Because so, it's on like six of us. So, yeah, we're going to try to get through this. So, Dr. Pat, I'm throwing it over you. I'm going to throw it over Yaz. Then I'm going to throw it over to um, Apostle Danny.
And so you well, loop. Well, you know that you can just kind of shorten your uh your little rants and stuff like that. I you know, know that. Dr. That, Pat, hold on. Let's not talk about shortening rents. Let's not no, talk of, about shortening rents. First of all, first of all, you're not going <laughs> to do this to me this morning. You're not. You're not going to do this because I'm 19 years your senior. That's one. Two. I've been doing this radio thing before you was even thought of. Before you was even in your daddy's underwear. I was doing this before you. Anyway, I ain't gonna go there. Good morning, like y'all. T-Mobile. Keep did it. Keep did it. See, y'all not gonna be talking about my, my red bar this morning. Y'all not gonna do that. Y'all gonna that's all right. <clears throat> what you need to do is just stay out of my business, uh young young Keith. Stay over there now. Don't don't come over here. I promise you you don't want to come over here. But anyway, um it's 73 degrees, well actually 74 degrees. In the beautiful city of Nashville, Tennessee, of course, I am yet fasting because I don't nearly eat breakfast in the morning because, you know, I sanctify folks. You know, we, we seek him early in the morning. You know, blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor seat in the sit, you know, sit in the seat of the scornful. So you greedy folks in the morning, just in the seat of the scornful. That's a, those of us that are yet seeking him, you know, we're still fasting in the morning. So the spirit of IHOP or Pancake Pantry has long been defeated for a while. So we will see if that spirit comes back. We, we, we're going to see what we're going to do with that. But hey, that's what's for breakfast. You know, enjoying my ride home. I'm taking my son to school and got some important business to handle today. But I'll be in. I'll be in here. And I'm still making my request now. I, I see that the room is still called Women's Wednesday. And I still ain't had no men's day yet. I, I want a Baptist church marching in, Jerry Curl, sweating down the face. I can't see singing men's day in this room one day. I just got, I, 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 I just want to have it. I just want to have it. 1988 style. See, if you, if you weren't born back then, you don't understand the Jerry Curl. How it could kind of drip in your eye and, you know, the person would keep singing and <laughs> keep preaching, keep doing what they was doing. So, I mean, Larry, I want that. I'm coming from America. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I want that kind of men's day. The members only jacket with the crease Levi's and the dress shoes. That's what I want for a men's day and working up with the prophet. But I digress. I look forward to the conversation and I'm going to go on mute. Pastor Pan, I'm going to go ahead and let you know now. On the calendar, men's day or men's week is going to be planned for the week of Father's Day. So that's Sunday. We're going to do men's week. But because this is normally male dominated until more females come on this platform, be a part of the platform on a regular without, you know, feeling overrun over like, you know, how women normally feel, you know. Mm-mm, and, mm-mm. These yeah. women, money be. And, and I appreciate be them for coming in, mm-hmm. but you know. But see, you need to have a meet. You need to have a meeting with them. They're not faithful. See, they're not like the women in the Bible. I also don't got the money to pay them either. I can't require their time. You ain't paying pay us. For it. You ain't paying us. You don't need to pay us. True, true, true. But you know, I'm trying to be syndicated. We gotta be professional. I thank y'all for y'all. I mean, for showing up every day. But you know what I'm saying? Money talk, and you know. All that other stuff, and, money be, and I'm a money, money, money be talk too. Money be talk. Tell, tell her to come on up in here and do women. <laughs> well, they ain't even in here. You gonna have a, how you gonna have a day for them? Don't even show up. That's all I'm saying. It's it's. I mean, but at the same time, it's early. I can't obligate nobody. You know, what I'm saying to show up to something that you know they're not obligated to show up for. 
I mean, if I was paying them, that's why I'm trying to get more partners. Shout out to the link above. If I can, you know, bless some people when they come in the room, you know what I'm saying? Like that stuff, then it wouldn't be no problem. And I'm but only kidding know. about the ladies, by the way. And Monty, it's 7 o'clock where she is. She's still probably trying right. to get Right, it's 7 o'clock. But, you know, I ain't, I, you know, fan, we ain't pressed for it. Because God, God going to do what he do. God, it's, it's, hey, take time, understand. One thing I like to do, I like to just understand that in observing our women and honoring our women, guess what? God begins to bless us and birth more through our women. And I've noticed that through this show. I mean, oftentimes we've had a lot of males come in this room and it's always been, you know, competitive. It's always been dominant. And, you know, I've always been, of course, the host that, you know, balances it all out. However, I think when we get that fem feminine energy and more females in, I think it is it becomes a more productive and positive show. So, hey, when we, you know, start getting more females in, we can have it balanced out where men's day and women's day can be a weekly regular thing. But for right now, I believe the Spirit of the Lord has told me to just go ahead and make men's day a week that we do for Father's Day that we can, you know, balance it out, promote, you know, all the men as well as pull more women in as well. Because we're going to have some hard topics that women are going to want to hear men really express and talk about. Like, because, you know, men, we're driving force. So that whole week of us talking about men, trust me, it's going to be so many women that's going to be attracted to that conversation. Yeah, we're we, we going to pull on that. So I got you, Dr. Fan. I got you. I got you. So let me throw it over to um, Yaz, and then I see Apostle Danny just came back in. So I'm going to throw it over to Yaz and then Apostle Danny. Doo -doo -doo, it's on you. Good morning, everyone. Um, it is 8.06 here in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, I'm just got to school yesterday, so I'm adjusting to the um the college life. Uh, I'm I don't, I'm not the type of person that can like when I'm when I go to new places. So I'm probably going that can get me some rest because um I gotta get my second my second um vaccine shot and um I have a quarantine for seven days, so I won't be able to do anything. So I'm just killing some time. Amen, amen. I definitely understand. Listen, yes, thank you so much just for coming in and being consistent. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and continue to um, pray for you and release this word to you. And it's not prophetic, but it's just, you know, just a little word of advice coming from, you know, being in the room with me. Continue to be consistent. Continue to be faithful. Continue to devote your time and your heart and your mind to God. Because as you do that, God is going to continue to establish you. He's going to continue to develop you. And he's going to continue to push you into doors that you're going to walk into at an early and young age. Even as David, even as early apostles and young apostles, you're going to begin to walk into great thing so continue to stay put don't always be so zealous even though it may be in you right now continue to walk in the wisdom and the patience of the atmosphere that god has allowed you to walk into and see yourself in the greatness as god see you because you're the apple of his eye and i'm gonna just stop right there because whoo there's a download yes god all right i thank you all right apostle danny it's on you Do -do -do -do. What's going on, everybody? God bless everybody. It is 75 degrees in the beautiful Midwest, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, hadn't I had my breakfast, had my first cup of coffee? Unlike Dr. Patton, I am not as sanctified as he is, so I am looking forward to breakfast. Uh, uh, you know, pray for me. Pray <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and 
I think it's it's gonna probably be some waffles or something like that. And I'm not a big waffle guy, but I'll probably just go ahead and rock some waffles this morning. But I love y'all. I'm with Dr. Patton too, uh, Prophet. You gotta get this together, my man. You can't be leading us men out. We 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 need a place and a platform, you know, uh, for we can share our 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 thoughts and our ideas and some even our grievances. You know what I'm saying? If Dr. Patton let go of the mic, give me two minutes. I like to share every now and then myself. So, all right, I love y'all. God bless. <laughs> see, now, see so now, y'all weak. not gonna be y'all not gonna be violent in this room. I will show y'all better. I'm not being violent, Dr. Pat. It with me. Oh, Dr. P, what's up? No, nah, that's not there. I thought he was eating. <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I'm here. No, I ain't eating. Okay, I'm gonna show y'all. I got some. My birthday, my birthday coming up too. So I'm gonna show y'all. That's what. That's what. Wait and see. Just wait and see. <laughs> We're going out to Mexican for your birthday. We're going out to Mexican. <laughs> like the man, I ain't do that. It wouldn't be. I'm just saying, it wouldn't be. <laughs> oh, so you started. You had you had key. You no, had, I started the room. Yeah, no, no, I started the room. I didn't key, start it. You, you sparked. Uh, no, nah, I said what I said. I was concerned now. No, then, <laughs> I was concerned. Person, the only I was trying to help persons you. that like me is Julie and Yasmin. The rest of y'all, all y'all lie. ever tried to do is try to jump on me. That's all. But here you is, but here you is advocate. Hold on, hold on. But here he is advocate for a, a man's day. Yeah. I'm talking about all the men jumping on you. Don't do that. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we your all brothers. Right. We, we your brothers. We just try to. That's right. You know. That's right. I'm just letting y'all know. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. I got all of y'all in my crosshairs. Just let you know. And I'm, I'm gonna. I ain't gonna tell you when I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do like they used to do in wrestling. I'm just gonna come in and jump in the in the ring. It's gonna be your. It's gonna be your title match. You about to win the match. And I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna mess it all up just just because. Just wait and see. I got you. I got you. <laughs> we did it to everybody. <laughs> Oh, we all right, y'all. So, listen, the time is 9 10 right now, it's 9 10, and we all on the stage went ahead and checked in. So, I'm gonna go ahead and uh play another song because y'all know I love music, I love having those moments where I can thank, praise God. Like, I'm the type of guy, I'm the, I'm the type of guy that I'm the type of guy that praise God in every moment. Like, I need moments to stop think. That's what I tell you, I'm, I'm finna apply for SSI or something like that because. I be thinking, like, give me a second, because God just did it. I, I thank God for the sun coming up. I thank God for the the time changing a second or a minute, and I'm still here. Like, it just be crazy. So I be having to slow down and think, and I be needing some music that help me, you know, fabricate what God is doing in this moment. So I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song that just, you know, want to give God praise. And since it's Women's Day, we're playing women's music all, you know, all the whole show. So when it comes to men's day, men's week, we're going to play men's song all day and have men's conversation all day, Pastor Patton. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're going we gonna to go ahead and do that. Nice little program. And then we're coming right, right back. Because guess what? We are reaching a nation. We're reaching different generations. And that's what I believe we are called to do. So, hey, let's cut to this and we'll be right, right back. Seems there's no way out. I know the issue seems 
unchangeable and that there's no reason to shout but the impossible is God's chance to work a miracle a miracle so just Until God says it's over, it ain't over. Until God says it's done, no, 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 it ain't over. Until God says it's over, keep fighting until your victory is won. Oh, it's gonna be easy, but you're a winner. Jesus defeated. Are you in a meeting? Way before the fight began. Before the fight began. But the impossible.
Because guess what? I'm going to do all that I can. I'm going to fight as much as I can. But after I get done fighting, I'm going to pray. Why? Because God has the final say. What, what, what do you mean? I'm going to do all that I can. I'm going to do, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fuss. I'm going to cuss. I'm going I'm to I'm pay my everything that I need. It's right. But at the end of the day, guess what? God has the final say. So after everything that I've done, before I've done what I've done, and after I did what I did, guess what? I'm going to still pray because God, God, God got the final say. Whew, I had to get that out. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God got the final say. I just, that was just, that was just, I, it, was, it was, yeah, it was personal. Yeah, I'm telling you, I told you at the beginning of the year, everything this year is personal for me. So even though God be downloading these words in me for other people, guess what? I be taking it personal. I be snatching other folks' words like, God, that's for me. He be like, hey, I release a million dollars. I release money to them. I say, God, you release a money to me too, right? In Jesus' name, I snatch who? I'm joking. I'm, I'm teasing. I'm be snatching your prices. I'm gonna give it to you. Hallelujah. You know, folks, people, you know, I can stand it. Let me let me get back. Let me stop playing. Pastor Charles, good morning. Good morning, sir. I be I be getting jealous because God, well, I don't be getting jealous, but I be hey, God blessing them. I be nosy, be like, God, you gonna bless me too? Hallelujah. <laughs> Pastor Charles, good morning. I'm going to throw it over to you before we go ahead and get into the conversation news and hot topics. How you doing this morning? Go ahead and check in for us, sir. Good morning, everybody. I hope and pray that everybody is doing well. It is a great day, and Prophet is up here going to snatch folks' blessing. I tell you, I love it. That's funny. <laughs> Don't say that out I'm going to snatch it. I'm going to snatch it. <laughs> anyway. That's a good blessing. You need you look, do do what you got to do to get to have faith to be able to receive. So, amen. Today, it's in, in Central Texas, it's 74 degrees. Um, the water situation is back to normal, I guess. I don't know. That's what they're telling us. But you better pray over your water now when you get that out of your tap. I don't know. But uh, everything is good. Um, it's a great day. Um, not traveling this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and um, for breakfast, I have no clue. You know me. I don't. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I, I, if I get breakfast, it's great. But praise the Lord, if I don't, it's kind of like, oh well. I mean, what's for lunch? <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's a great day, and I hope and pray that everybody's having a wonderful morning. Good morning to everybody. And um, sorry, I had to leave so quickly yesterday. Um, like I said, I had to do some ripping and running and driving, and so I couldn't. I couldn't even engage because I had even another. Um, another meeting on zoom and stuff like that and let me tell you it, that was a long meeting too y'all pray for me that's not good i don't like these long meetings for no reason but anyway have a great day everybody and i'm looking forward to the topic god bless awesome thank you so much pastor jaws thank you so much 
Well, listen, the time now is 921-921, and we're just going to go ahead and jump into it. We're going to go ahead and jump into it. One thing y'all know about me, right? I keep a Bible in one hand, and I keep a cell phone with Instagram, CNN, NSNBC, and whatever it's called, um, Twitter, and all the other stuff in another hand. You know what I'm saying? I'm a millennial. So I was, and then I'm a same millennial. I believe in God. So I keep a Bible in one hand faithfully and a cell phone in, in, in another hand faithfully. And they always open. And the great thing about it is I got a real Bible. Y'all want to hear my pages? Hold on, I'm trying to, oh no. It, the pages won't rip right now. Yeah, here. I wish I had a real sound effect for that, but in the, yeah, I can't get it. But yeah, I got a real Bible too. So, you know what I'm saying? I be reading it. And what's interesting is our culture changes. Our culture is constantly evolving. Our culture, our community, our world is constantly changing. And you know, Pastor Charles, we believe in the God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. That God don't change. When culture changes, the world has changed. Life has changed. And did God change or is he just ancient enough to have been through all this change that we've been through? Or just seeing all this stuff that we've seen. I believe he's just ancient enough, to be honest. Because that's what I believe. I don't think God changed. I think we just growing to understand God's change or God's evolution or whatever the case may be. Because I think we're just trying to get closer and closer and closer to trying to be God. And we'll never be God. But we're just trying closer and closer to get to his abilities. Imagine me saying, "Let there, hey, Google, let there be light. Now, hey, God, hey, my life's turned on. You know what I'm saying? So we just try to get closer and closer to, you know what I'm saying, being like God. Which ain't a problem. I like it. It's, it's, it's very creative. But then when we come into certain contexts and then ideas and stuff like that, it becomes a bit weird. Hold on, y'all. Hey, Google, turn off all the lights. We don't pay no light bills in this house. Oh my God! Thank you, thank you. It looks like the hallway light available right now. Good deal. Anyway, so yeah, um, so we live in this complicated world where now we're trying to move and be like gods and all this other stuff, even to where our words and our opinions matter. What we say matters. Yeah, I remember yesterday I read the scripture: "Death and life lies in the power of the tongue." So even what we say now cancels or kills people. Because we push people to suicide, we push people to death, we push people to doing stupid stuff with us. You know, we just, we just, our words are so tough. You tell me some sticks and stones. Yeah, I remember back in the day when we said sticks and stones may hurt your, I mean, sticks and stones may hurt your bones, but words will never hurt you. The devil is a lie in hell, and oh. his mama ain't nothing either. Because that was a big old lie. But now, with stuff like that being said, and we have to be adults and learn. What's true, I come now to a topic that says, hmm, were they really gone too soon or did they just fulfill their purpose? Because when we look at situations like Kevin Samuels, when we look at uh, situations that has recently happened when it concerns death, and y'all know, like I said, I keep a Bible in the newspaper in my hand. Recently in the news, a little escape woman from Alabama tried to save her husband from being in jail and you know, they made it to Indiana. Here she is, then shot herself, and, he, and she not dead, and he's still going to jail. And it's just like, 
You know what I'm saying? I feel bad for the little baby. She was in love. She didn't know what to do. She wanted to just say her husband. And she didn't shot herself because they thought they both was going to go out all peacefully, happily. They was going to go down like Bonnie and Clyde. They was just, <laughs> they just thought they was just, woo, we should have make a rap sword and all this other stuff. And then eventually they didn't die. She died. He didn't die. And he probably looking real stupid, feeling real dumb right now. And she probably in heaven. Or in hell, wherever y'all want to put her. Because y'all know y'all put people in places, even though y'all just like, I don't got nowhere to put nobody. But you know what I'm saying? Wherever she at, she probably like, man, I feel bad. Because I didn't try all this stuff for this man, and I still ended up there. Not talking, you know what I'm saying? Not saying, you know what I'm saying, anything bad. But it's like, so now, and like I said, not trying to play God, but I want us to wake up and think. Y'all know, that's the point of waking up with the prophet. I want us to wake up and think. When we say certain things, like, because y'all know we were celebrating, well, not we, but y'all know these people out here celebrating the old man's death. And some people will say, wow, he was taken too soon. When it's good, y'all know when it's, a, when it's good and it's our family and stuff like that, they be like, oh, well, they was taken too soon. Oh, I feel so bad for them. Oh, that's my baby. Oh, God, they have to take them too soon. Like, we, we have regrets. But then, if it's somebody we don't like, oh, thank you, Jesus. God, oh, we, Lord, it was the spirit of the Lord. I knew God was exposing people and taking people out. God ain't exposed nobody and took nobody out. What's with the ham and cheese is y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? People do that. Like, people do that. People be like, okay, well, it's like, imagine Martin Luther King getting shot, killed. And you know what I'm saying? Black people up here shouting. I mean, no, correction. Uh, black people up here sad, mourning, grieving. Oh, God, he was taken too soon. The king didn't die. Oh, God. Urgh. You know what I'm saying? But then, yeah, no, I'm so, yeah, no, I'm animated. Sorry about that. But yeah, I'm, I'm real animated. I'm sorry. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Black people just in mourning, sad. You know what I'm saying? Oh, distressed. But then here, white people is, oh, yes, he's dead. The black king. The, 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 yeah, he's, you know what I'm saying? They, they're excited. You know what I'm saying? It kind of gets into a conversation of what common sense is and what logic is and all that other stuff. And I ain't going to get that deep today. But I think when it comes to conversations like this, I really want to get to root to the root of how we determine, I think, what God's will is. Because I know we all supposed to pray and all the other stuff. Like we all supposed to have fun and excitement, pray, and believe in God. But you got to realize we all don't believe in the same God or God, period, to that matter. We all don't believe in the same beliefs and all these other systems. So when we say what we say, knowing that, hey, word actually hurt and, and all this other stuff, how do we continue to indulge in a world that will celebrate one person's death more than another person's death, no matter who it may be in relation to us? Like, I'm not sure about y'all, and I'm going to a limb and say this, but I'm excited about death, period. Not personally dying and all this other stuff. Like, I'm not, you know, looking forward to it. And, well, I kind of am. But I'm the type of person that all I've known was when you die, you're going to heaven, period. Like, that's what we preach at funerals. I know people that then all your life, you probably was doing some stuff that God wanted to approve of. And at, at your funeral, guess what we're going to do? We're going to preach you in the heaven. Yes, God, we is. I don't care who you was. 
you could have been the drug dealer uncle that I know sold weed to my cousin. That's why, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that's not a real story. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm just coming. Yeah, I know I'll be coming on stuff. But you know what I'm saying? Hey, you could have been that. You could have been that bad. You could have been a whole murderer. And guess what? We gonna do your mama gonna get her pastor to go ahead and do your funeral, and we gonna preach you in the head. And then we still gonna say, guess what? He was taken too soon. But really, was it God's will for you to just be taken at this time? And like I said, I didn't throw out a couple of scenarios on it, so y'all can jump in. You know what I'm saying? Now, anytime that you want to, it's 9:30. Go ahead, jump in anytime that you want to. But I just wanted to say, how how do we? you know, determine or at least correct this in our nation. Because like I said, we celebrate certain people's death, but then, you know, we like beat up certain people so hard where thank God they did. What the heck? Come on now, really? Pastor Charles, Pastor Patton, Miss Lashina, anybody? Well, let me say this. I mean, I know it's a lot. No, no, I mean, I, I think you set it up uh, perfectly, by the way, because there's tension in the thought. Uh, and, I, and I learned that um, this from Bishop Kenneth Omer a few years back, listening to him preach uh, at the preach conference in Chicago with Dr. Stevenson. Life-changing event, by the way, for me. Um, he talked about like a snare drum. You know, a snare drum, I'm a drummer. And if you ever play drums, understand drums. The way you get the sound out of a snare, there is a drum head under the bottom that has a, a, what is called a strainer that has to be tightened a certain way. That's how you get the sound out of it. You know, now, most drummers like their, at least me, I like my, my snare to be a little bit high pitched. Why am I talking about this in this way? Because there's a pitch in society that's always going to be off than what God says. You, you, you mentioned whether God changes or not. Uh, no, the God doesn't change, meaning his character is what it is. Culture changes. And what we try to do is we try to bend culture to God's character. And that's what makes it off pitch. That's what makes it not actually be in lock and step with the things that God intended for society. So when we begin to understand the will of God, the will of God is, is that from a human perspective is very elusive to understand and have concrete evidence to really under, understand it, especially when you're talking about death and tragedy and things that don't, that don't make sense. And now when we read the gospels, when the disciples see Jesus on the cross, this looks like sure defeat and don't even look like it's the will of God, at least in their minds. Now, Jesus had been talking about time, but for them, it still didn't make sense because they didn't understand it. The will of God was still a mystery to them. I think that in certain respects, when we see people pass, dead, or at least good or bad, example, when Come on, Dr. Payne, you're breaking up, you're breaking up, you're breaking up. You don't get to do that. No matter what you thought of the man, Dr. Pat. Same thing with Kevin Dr. Samuels. Can Dr. Pat, go back. Go I'm back. You was in the Matrix. You was in the Matrix. All okay. I heard was something about Rush Limbaugh, blah, 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 and they had broke up. Like, I don't, I don't know what happened. Okay, I said, Rush Limbaugh, when, when Rush Limbaugh passed away, I had a thought, like, ah. And then God spoke to me. He's like, no, the man's dead. 
you know, my son even agrees, you know, so from that perspective, you know, I've learned to just let the dead be dead, you know, from a standpoint of no matter what I thought their character was or what, you know, I thought they could have done or did do. Now, when you talked about us preaching everybody into heaven, we don't even have to do that. The world thinks everybody's going to heaven because even the craziest of characters, you know, we'll be like, man, we'll see you when you when we get that dog, you know, and this guy got all kind of crazy stuff going on. You know, and, and that's just what people do. Now in certain churches, people will do that stuff. You know, the the the, the term never, of your that's probably because I ain't into, I ain't never been acclimated or exposed to it, but I ain't never seen a church or a preacher turn the nigga down because he was a drug dealer. I'm just saying. Or well, turn I mean, the person down because they was a murderer. I'm just saying. Well, but here's the thing, though. A good sermon at a funeral don't determine whether that person go to heaven or hell or not. I mean, who knows? I mean, God is the ultimate judge. Now, the whole... Now, now, now the whole... If you ever preached a funeral, and I've preached several in my preaching journey and career, you know, you do the best to speak well of the dead, and I have never had the unfortunate pleasure of preaching the funeral of somebody that I know that was like, dude, you know. Can you imagine, you know, if R. Kelly don't repent, what you gonna have to say who, who got who gotta preach that funeral? That's crazy, you know, or uh Charles Manson or somebody like that. If you had to preach that kind of funeral, I mean you would have to really try to find something to really speak well of the character of the life of the person. So that that's that's the whole essence of it all. But I think that when people really try and quantify the will of God based on their own desires and what they hope God does, that's where the disconnect, that's where the disconnect comes in. You know, Dr. Come on now, get your, Lord have mercy. Can we also see for Dr. Patty get some new service? Like, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and challenge everybody so a ten dollar seed. I don't have a red. I, I, do, do I have a red bar again? Oh no! Yeah, you was breaking up just for a little bit. Okay, Put you back I, there. Okay, I, I'm riding through you know some trees and some areas and back backwoods, getting my son to school, taking the back way because this traffic in Nashville is crazy. But I was just saying, you know, the Book of Ecclesiastes talks about why do you die too soon? You know, people can't. I think people can die too soon, but out of the auspices of being out of the will of God and not repenting. You know, I, I think that can happen. I think that still happens. Now, I think that there's certain... So you taking... believe that there's still, like, the death angel that comes and gets a person too soon because they're out of place. Like, he just happened to I, probably I, begin... I, I can believe that. Now, what, now, you mentioned Dr. King. What happened to Dr. King in martyrdom was supposed to... Because Dr. Payne, you keep to... cutting out, and I'm getting frustrated. Come back, Hold sir. On. Hold on, it's 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 the service. That's the it's it's clubhouse. That's it's clubhouse. We for the source. I'm in the source. The Father in the name of Jesus. Bless Doctor Patton no. with clear communication. No, no, I need you to. Have, if you're gonna do that now, a seed is a seed. I need you to get two hundred in your cash <laughs> administration. Oh well, no. Nah. If, 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 if you're gonna do that, let me hold on. Let me put that partnership link back up there. Cause I need, okay. uh-uh, I don't got that money. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I'm be trying to pull from ministry account. I be pulling from my personal account, blessing people. I can't be mm-hmm. doing that. Okay. I can't be doing okay. that. <laughs> now, and I, I say this, and I'll be done so somebody else can talk. I'm just simply saying, when Doc, when Dr. King was murdered, I believe when in martyrdom, he was supposed to be murdered at the time that he was supposed to be murdered. In fact, privately, he talked about uh, knowing that he would die soon and die early. He knew that, mm. you know. 
you know, so so do you understand. think he served? He knew that he served his purpose and his will in the earth. Then, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I, I I think that because with when oh, and as a as man. a connoisseur of of his life, you know, he knew by the time he was thrust into the the you know the leadership in 1955, 1957, somewhere in there, uh, when he first got to Montgomery just to take over the church. The only reason why he became the face of the Montgomery bus boycott is because he was the newest face in town. Uh, most times, and he was the youngest of the, all the pastors that was, you know, basically coming together for the uh, Montgomery uh, Improvement Society or association that the, the preachers in the area formed. So they figured, okay, you new in town, they don't know you, so you can lead this. Because think about it, you know that most times old black preachers don't turn over no leadership to no young whippersnappers. They don't do that, okay? So that's so it makes perfect sense why they would do that. But then once they kind of got what they wanted and, you know, the bus boycott basically sent ripple effects throughout the South and the, and the nation, then Dr. King became the de facto face of, you know, the civil rights movement. And by 1960, you know, the FBI's got papers on them and they was already plotting to see what they was going to do to them. You know, so when you understand from that perspective, then Dr. King, once he really got knee deep into the work, he knew exactly what risk he was he was taking and what would happen you know and uh all the people that followed him closely like andrew young and those kind of people they talked about all the time that he would be in the hotel rooms when they would be traveling they'd be playing cards and then they start joking and he preached uh he preached their funerals and preached his own funeral in the whole i mean so these are things that this man knew and understood so when you when you said that that sparked something in me to really share that portion of what I, i've known and studied about his life because this man knew, and even all those, not only him, but others that basically uh, took that, you know, that, that plunge, make change in America uh, through, you know, Christian principles or even apostolic principles, I would even rename that and rephrase that. They knew that their lives was on the line. The problem is now in this generation, we don't think that way anymore. And because we love our life, we love a certain style, lifestyle more than we love doing the will of God. And sometimes the will of God will put you in a position that your life will be in danger and you could be taken too soon. And very few of us really want that. Very few of us understand that. That's why we do the things that we do. So I'll say this and land the plane. It's so important that we get back to understanding or at least not always trying to understand, but understand the part of the will of God is the will of God. And if it leads you to death or if it leads you to long life, whatever it does, because we had several people in scripture, if you look at, you know, Peter and all the other disciples died pretty young and pretty early. While John the Revelator, who basically was at the cross when Jesus was crucified, even boiled in a pot of oil, lived longer than all of them. So, you know, you just never know. That's the will of God. That's the mystery of it all. I, I never try to, you know explain or debate somebody that's definitely had lost somebody. Like if somebody lost a child at 12 years old, I'm not going to go in that funeral and say, this was the will of God. I'm going to let them mourn. I'm going to shut up and cry with them. That's what the Bible tells us to do. Sometimes we try to, you know, explain everything when stuff is just a mystery and we just don't know. I've been in sales almost 30 years and I I've learned the wisdom of if I uh, am selling a product and somebody asks me a question and I don't know the answer, you know what I tell them? I don't know. Give me a few minutes to find out. You, have, you get more respect with people when you just say, I don't know. And I think the same thing goes with this particular scenario. You know, who can know the mind of God? 
who I mean, from the standpoint of the total sovereign will, the, the total plans. Even Jesus don't even know when the, when this whole thing is gonna end because the Son don't even know. Jesus said, "Only the Father knows those things." That's mysterious or that's mystery. And I'm okay with walking with God in mystery in certain in certain respects in my life. I'm learning to anyway as I got I get as I get more mature and as I get older. But what do I know? Just my best recollection or just my best thesis on really understanding the, the mysterious aspect of how God delves out his will, justice, mercy, death. I mean, it's just crazy sometimes how you would think that somebody should but Pat, hold on, that- don't go too far because remember mm-hmm. this this whole month we're trying to be balanced. And you know I'm pushing y'all all, all month and you getting real close to my end of the month message. Cause okay, you know I y'all will preach Y'all will preach and y'all will believe a a, 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 a whole full blown serial killer and murder who is black will go to 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 to, to heaven, and your gay son is gonna go to hell. How the hell and cheat that happen? But I ain't I ain't, I ain't trying to get into that too soon. I'm just saying, you just said it. You know we we try to we we try to play God a little bit a little bit often now. I'm just saying that. Well, I mean, if we just. Just gonna keep it real. It's it's a whole laundry list of stuff that Paul talks about. I believe in First Corinthians six uh, that kind of deals with that. What you just said, but what do I know? I, I and I did say that God is the ultimate judge. I I don't know whose name is in the Lamb's book of life. Facts, facts. I get you. You know, only only one person know that, and that's God. And there's only one, the Lamb, who was slain before that foundation of the earth, as Revelation basically uh, describes that. The, the book will be open. The book of life will be open. And I think that's a metaphor because I don't think God needs a book to keep any record. I think that he's God enough to be able to look at a person when we stand before that great white throne and, and be able to, uh, you talk about be uh, be accurate based on the hearts of man or our intent and what we did. And I was just meditating on this this morning where there's many people that believe that because they're successful that God is pleased or that because they preach the word right. and they preach it well, that they right. and that ain't right. true. You know, so God, so that that's the mystery of it all. No, we don't know. We get, we could we could hope to be, you know, doing what God tells us to do, and we're obeying, and, and hope we don't get. And I think Genesis four gives us the first snippet of that when Cain and Abel had their sacrifice. Cain's is the uh, is uh, uh, you know is not accepted, and Abel's is. You know, so. We can have that, and it didn't say that what Cain offered wasn't bad. It, it was, it looked good, and God said, "Well, I'm rejecting it because I ain't asked for that." You know, it's just that thin line, I think, and that's the mystery behind it. But again, what do I know? But you know, mother probably would have said, "Oh well," in that situation, you know, the mother would have been like, "Oh well, he gone too soon," and da 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 da. And you know, other people would have been like, "Oh well, it was God will. That's why he got compensation." Which is why Seth came, you know, like people, people, I mean, even though I don't think we can determine God's will, I think what you said was real good. I think sometimes the mystery is always known. However, I do believe certain mysteries can be revealed to man. I mean, I ain't going to the Bible you say that, but I ain't going to get that deep. I'm going to throw it over to uh, Pastor Lewis. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I know you, you know, you just chimed in. Why are you doing this morning? Well, greetings and salutations to the room. So happy to be here. Um, sorry I was late. Had some work stuff that we had going this morning. But um, nevertheless, we are here. and We're glad 
Um, the web is absolutely amazing. Um, Prophet, I'm just going to tell you, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the Facebook lives, but man, you're going to have to get down to the House of Hope on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Oh, oh no, I see you standing up there yesterday with your little uh, uh, sweater vest on, with your little vest on. Thank you. I said, wait, he'll see his little happy self down. Listen. He just stood all up, excited. Yeah, it, listen, anytime I, I have a chance to share the word of the Lord, I, I get excited. I get excited, man. Um, it's, I, oh, I love God. Yeah, and I love it. <laughs> he was still I, God. <laughs> now, I, I, I was trying to contain myself uh, because the, the Holy Ghost. You know, Dr. Pat, we don't say the Holy Ghost no more. You know, the Holy Come Spirit. Come on, now. Come no, on. <laughs> no, no. The Holy Ghost. Now, and, and, and you you know, you know, Dr. Charles, you got to drop the T off of it. It's not the Holy Ghost, but it's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. He had a whole <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to tell you. Um, had a hold of me last night and, and um, we had a chance to listen y'all can I tell you in in three weeks time this is my testimony moment in three weeks time we have had seven families seven families to come that consistently come to the house of hope um, and we just started three weeks ago and every time one of them come they bring another one with them Right. Come on now, come on now. Every, every time they come, every every time they come, I, I for the first time I just learned. Well, we had some some new families to come last night that that heard about the word that was released at the House of Hope last Tuesday, and they drove thirty minutes. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, you know I, I I you know Prophet I I live in McDonough. I stay in Henry County. They came from Covington. They drove they drove from Covington um to come and be a part of what's going on. And last night when they when we uh, when they were leaving, what they, they said, listen, I don't care what I have to do, but um, I'm clearing my schedule every Tuesday at seven because where God wants me to be. See, listen, Prophet Lewis, I'm not one of them deep prophets. They yeah. try to be here, like, see, people want you to be a psychic, right? They be want you to prophesy some some confirmation, something, something that you supposed to already know and all that other stuff. Can I prophesy to this some this something that the Holy Ghost just dropped? The Holy Ghost with share it, share it. This, this he just dropped this in my spirit with the team. Hit up by shot. Bigger house. <laughs> it ain't deep, it ain't deep at all. It ain't deep, it ain't spiritual. But I just want you to receive that. Wow. As bigger house. Wow. Take take it and run with it how you want to. But we need a bigger house. Wow. <laughs> I receive house. it in Jesus' name. I receive it in Jesus' name. And men like Dudley are going to get what God really wants them to have because he's been faithful. Wow. And and the the preach that when I first heard you talk, I said that's got I told you that's got to be the greatest preacher in Atlanta. Oh my uh, god. And, and I, and, and I'm telling you, man, when you when you open your mouth and God get a hold of you, man, you you speak for heaven. Wow. And th those families that'll be drawn, there'll be more families that'll be drawn. Get ready, 
uh, because what God is doing in that in that area in Atlanta, and period, God is tired of the, the the mess and the fakes, and folks are tired of it too. Wow. So, you're about to catch a big net of folk and your neck's going to break and get ready because God's going to send you help to be able to administrate oh, uh, the families that actually need to be discipled in a way that they have never been discipled before. Now, you'll have some folk that'll come through and you're going to have to, it's going to be a labor of love because there's some folks that they're going to project their church hurt on you guys. And you will have the ability to not only counsel them and love them and preach them through it. And I dare I say, cast some religious devils off of folk, especially, wow. in, especially in that area, because they know religion, but they don't know God. So get wow. ready. Son. You're about to introduce some folks to the Holy, like you said, the Holy Ghost. Yes. Not just, not just the one that make you shout and speak in tongues, but the one that truly does walk with you, talk with you, helps you to make decisions or at least gives you the fork in the road to whereas if you make the bad decision, it ain't going to be because the Holy Ghost didn't right, tell you what to right. do. It's going to be because what you wanted to do. And man, so just get ready. I'm excited for you, man. I really am. And I, I'm, I'm definitely praying for you because I know my, my time is coming to make that big, uh, deep Pepsi challenge to, to jump out and just start just doing, start hosting stuff and just trust God to send people. So that's exactly what we are, man. And, and, and in fact, my brother-in-law lived just bought a house in McDonough, so we're coming. We're coming down that way. Really? Uh, yes, sir. He he's down in McDonough. So when I get down there, uh, I'm gonna back telling you, make sure just so I can put eyes on you and shake your hand. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Wow. But you get you get ready, sir. You get ready because once once this thing really takes off, man, and you you do the installation, you do all that, man. Hopefully, you're you're working up with the Prophet family to come and celebrate with you, man, because. I mean, you're about to do a great work in that oh, area. Oh, what's I mean? That might just be my new church home in Atlanta. You know, and look, you gon' you finna make some folk mad down there too. Daddy, daddy. You, you, you finna make some daddy, folk mad daddy, down there too, because they gonna think you did you daddy, you got some daddy. kind of magic potion or something like that, and it's gonna be it's gonna be the assignment daddy, and the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The That's Holy it. Ghost. That's it. Uh, I'm going on mute. And my and my phone worked this time. Come on. I'm saying. Yeah, I you received it. all of that word. In I received. Listen, that's the first know, time a word ever got clear through through prophet. Ooh, Pat, Pat, my God! Can I tell you something? I've been saying this. Um, I not only do I receive it, but I believe it. I believe the word of the Lord, and I receive it. Oh man! Wow! Thank you so much, um, Prophet. Thank you so much, Doctor Patton. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, man, I just, I, I just want people to come into the, to the revelation of the God that I know. That's, 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 that's my aim. That's my goal. The goal and the mission of Restoration Church is to revive relationship with God, build believers and to restore lives. And, um, man, I'm telling you, I, I was so honored and just so humbled yesterday and I was looking around. And I said, man, I wish Prophet was here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so I, I'm. You got to send me the invite. I'll come. You know, I'll be doing nothing. My God. I'll take me a quick Uber. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, so, 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 Will, I'll make sure that you have all the information in, 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 uh, um, in the, in the, in the back channel or, or whatever. All right, bet, bet. 
I don't even know why we don't have each other's phone number, but that's a whole nother story. I, I, but you um, know, that's no, that's that's because you in the moderators uh, group chat and you don't be reading the messages. That's why, because everybody you know in what? the moderated group chat supposed to be to send me their number. Oh well, I, I'll make sure I send it to you. Then how about that? Mighty God, but that's uh, you too, Pastor Patton. Oh, listen, no, I got your number. No, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm gonna tell this to um, the preachers in the room. But um, I want y'all to, to, to take it and do it justice uh, more than, than I have been able to. Hey, Dr. Patton, just, 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 just because by, by your own declaration, listen, this is, this is the theme that we've been coming from um, these past two weeks in Restoration Church, the House of Hope. I was disconnected because of destiny. I was disconnected because of destiny. And we came from Matthew, the 37th chapter, I believe, when Jesus was getting ready to make his triumphant uh, entrance into Jerusalem. And he told his disciples, hey, listen, there's a cult tied over there. Loose him. In other words, disconnect him and bring him to me because this is a part of his destiny. And that's where we've been coming from, um, that, that you have to, that because the Bible says that you can't serve two masters. And so because the donkey was tied to the post of his master, he had to be disconnected from his familiar. He had to be disconnected from, from the, the comfort of what, he, what the donkey knew in order to be brought into the divine moment called destiny. All right, I'll leave that alone. Mm -hmm. so now, that, that, see, now, see, now you, you started it. And I'll have you know, before transforming faith was transforming faith, so I guess that's why we, we're gonna become wow. fast friends. Uh, what? Because I didn't hear it. it was supposed to be what? It was supposed to be the, the restoration house. And God oh. had me change it because it there was there was so many restoration houses or rest something with restoration in it in Tennessee. And I did a Bible study called Transforming Faith one week. And when they said pastor, because when I was getting all my stuff uh together with Star Church and getting all the, the legalese and all the bylaws and all the stuff put together, uh he said, Man, change the you have to change the name. And I was like, Lord, but you gave me that name. And then he spoke to me and said, well, you're going to do restore. The, the work of the gospel is restored. It doesn't matter what you call it. But people need to be transformed before they can be restored. Wow. And so then I said, I called my wife and said, baby, what you think about transforming faith? She said, that's it. Wow. And so that's where it came from. But man, when you were speaking, the significance, and I've been, I've been actually teaching about the the uh you know the last the seven weeks in between the rest of uh, the resurrection and the fall the, the the you know the holy spirit on Pente on, on pentecost or the holy ghost i'm sorry on pentecost <laughs> and, and and the problem is that in between them seven weeks we waiting to just shout about the spirit being poured out on the 50th day which represents shabbat or the harvest which mm -hmm. jesus basically said that except the seed goes into the ground and dies Come so, on. So once you understand that part, then you're talking about the donkey. 
understand that, remember, God used the donkey to talk to Balaam. This time, the donkey didn't have to say nothing because the donkey was allowed to basically just do his job and because uh, donkeys represent something that's lowly and meek and humble. Come on. See, we, we, we made y'all think that the donkey was about, oh, you're a jackass, and, you, and, and jackasses are, are stubborn and crazy. No, they're not. In Bible times, donkeys was used a lot, more than you know. And they expected they expected that the, the Messiah to come in riding on the horse, uh, looking like a liberator, instead of what the prophet had already said. See, these Pharisees and these religious folks, even in our day, we got the word of God, but we make it of none effect because we want it to look a certain way. And that's why, Dudley, the, what you preaching down there, talking about people being loosed and restored, that's what's drawing folk. Because folk tired of motivational messages. Don't motivate me to be free and don't tell me how to do it. About what God's going to do and it never show up. Why? Because I have no instructions. So, man, I am godly happy and proud of you to see your ministry in that area explode. Because people want restorative gospel. They don't want motivational gospel no more. They've been motivated. That's why they're dropping out of church. And these folks that God's going to give you are going to be folks that's been out of church for years. And they finally hear the Lord speaking because it's instructional, it's challenging, and it has miracles, signs, and wonders attached to it. Get ready, sir. You and your wife. Y'all going to be so, man, y'all going to be so busy. You're like, man, look, can I hold a job and pass these folks? Because it's going to be just that. It's just going to be just that successful for you guys, man. I'm, I'm happy for church planners. I am so happy for church planners and people that are really launching out into the deep because people hate church planners in in this generation. I don't know why they do, but they do. They think that all of us plant churches out of hurt and out of, uh, uh, you know, malice and out of uh, ambition. And some of us, not all, but some of us are planting them because guess what? God told us to. And there is a lane, there is a voice, and there is people that need to hear what God has put in people like Dudley in particular in that area. So, man, I'm happy, happy, happy for you. Keep preaching that word, brother. Wow. Thank you so much. I receive it. I receive it and I, I believe it. Thank you so much. Prophet, I'm getting off this mic. I'm, as always, I'm, I'm around. No, no, no. You can't get off the mic because remember, we was having the whole conversation that started at 920. And, you know, we just took it and went to church. So now we got to get back to the conversation. Let's get back. What's the conversation, Prophet? Okay, so, well, back to the conversation that's at hand. Taking too soon, God's will. You know, oftentimes, you know what? I'm just going to, it's 10 o'clock. I'm going to cut to a song break. (laughs) I got to cut to a song break. It's 10 o'clock. I'm going to go ahead and cut to a song break. And then we're going to restart this conversation because low-key, yeah, I I, I don't want to, you know, kind of just throw you in the, in the loop because I think Dr. Patton gave out a lot of information that was kind of valuable to the conversation. And, you know, normally we just go along with it. But, you know, I'm kind of over here working too and then forgot what we was because we didn't went to church real quick. And, and honestly, that's how messages come along. You know, that's how good church happened. I ain't mad at it. But that's why I say let's go ahead and have a full praise break and refresh the conversation so we can move into the right direction. Is that all right? Let's do it. Okay. 
awesome. And then what's crazy is this is a song that uh, I believe Keith suggested. So I'm going to go ahead and go with that because I really like this song. It's from my girl. Um, What's her name? I don't want to mess it up. Shayna. What is it? Shayna Wilson. Shayna Wilson. Shayna Wilson. Shayna. Yeah, Shayna Wilson. So I'm going to go ahead and play the Shayna Wilson, and then we're going to come back with, you know, this great, powerful conversation and all that good other good stuff. Let's go. Hey, Julie. Give me you. Everything else can wait. Give me you. I hope I'm not too late. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Give me you. Everything else can wait. Lord, give me you. I hope I'm not too late. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Cause it's me, oh Lord. I'm on my knees, crying out to It's me, oh Lord, I'm on my knees, so give me you, give me you, come on, say, give me you, everything else can work, give me you, I hope I'm not too late, so Give me up. 
to play that stop stop google you always trying to take me in afterwards don't do that trying to get back to a conversation good morning good morning good morning good morning good morning everybody and welcome back welcome back to waking up with the prophet where we wake up each and every morning with fresh inspiration motivation and a little bit of to start our day listen i'm not sure about you but i love starting my day off with god with music with worship with praise with a little prayer with a little word and with a little good conversation that's gonna edify my mind correct my spirit all that other good stuff with that being said, we're getting back to the conversation at hand, which is, you know, basically taking too soon or God's will. With this conversation, it's very interesting. I know, you know, I know it's not really a solution to this conversation. Let me go ahead and throw that out there as a disclaimer. However, I definitely want us to have a conversation that will, like I say, edify people and educate people based off of how we think and how we operate. I think oftentimes in the body of Christ, we, we, we say we, we we trying to win souls. And that's why I love Pastor Lewis. Because when I tell you, he winning souls. Like, that's why me and him is brothers. Like, we, we and especially here in Atlanta, in the state of Georgia, we need it. I posted it this morning. Georgia's so smart, but they so stupid. And they need people like, you know what I'm saying, Pastor Lewis. You know, I don't know if they need me for it. But they need people like Pastor Lewis who's going to help them grow and help them edify and think different and think on a logical level and bring them into Christ. We're so busy focusing on, you know, I think membership, which is, I guess, recycling the same old souls and keeping. And then what's crazy is we don't increase their faith. We just keep their faith. We just it, we keep their emotions like we're like insolent. We just keep them stable at the moment. And that's the oh, we just keep them oh jitters are we just like that like, that's not cool. I like saving souls. So with this conversation, and y'all know we reach an audience way outside of this. So I'm 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 you know we reach to an audience outside of this at this point with this conversation because what's interesting is oftentimes we say things happen, and I know Keith is on the phone, but I kind of want to even bring him into this conversation too because I realized he just experienced two deaths in his family. Um, and with him experiencing two deaths of his family, one was kind of tragic and, you know, one was, I guess, natural causes and stuff like that. And, you know, when we look at death and when we look at life and situations, even when we talk about getting people saved, bringing the lost to Christ, the whole point purpose of bringing them to Christ is that when they come to Christ, they'll, they'll, they'll go to heaven, right? Like they'll, they'll die in salvation. However, we don't really... And that's kind of what I'm getting to tomorrow, which is the topic for tomorrow is how you preach. But we don't really preach a message that says, hey, God desires for you to go to heaven when you die. God desires for you to be prosperous. 
we 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 so busy still preaching you're gonna go to hell you're gonna go to hell thinking that's gonna save people <laughs> like at what point do we get to the point where we're gonna preach salvation to a point where god desires everybody to, to see salvation to see christ and to see him like what, what i mean and, and i know there are wrongs there are ups and downs and stuff like that but can we let's be balanced on this on the conversation that's why you know, I understand. I will never get a track shot. I never get that much heat. That's why I be trying to get y'all to, you know, share it because these people be needing to hear that stuff. But, you know, people don't want to have these conversations. But real talk, like, how do we have these conversations? Because you got one person thinking that, oh, they died too soon and they were doing a good job. But here, but God may be saying, no, they fulfilled their purpose. Now, because they died, guess what? You're going to realize how valuable they were. God have mercy. I, yeah, I missed it. Because truth is, oftentimes when people pass, their price go up. Man, y'all not hearing me. And what profit not finna do, profit ain't finna wait to die for my price to go up for one thing. Can y'all hear me? Like, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't got nobody in the comments to clap and say, hey, man. Uh, it's cool. I preach to myself. But guess what? I'm not going to wait to die for my price to go up. Especially as a black man out here trying to be valuable, influence other black people and all this other stuff, save songs. Out of, like, come on now. We got to get to a point where we're balanced, where we're saying, okay, well, if they if, if they did pass, you know what I'm saying? God's Especially if we believe in God. God's will was done, and we got to see the value in them in life as well as when they pass. Wow, Chris. You remember uh, one of the things that I heard was this. This is kind of a different kind of take on it. Remember uh, when Michael Jackson passed away? Facts. Uh, Come on, died, Pastor Charles. Thank you they, so one of the thing, One of the things they said was, okay, he died too soon or something like that. Of course they did that. But the other piece to that was is that from that point on, he was no longer in debt. In fact, he made more money um, in almost in one day than he had made in a while. Facts. Um, and it was kind of like, you know, wow, he had to die. He was back his, on top of the his, charts the day, I think the day I after mean, I, he died. Absolutely. Like and, and it's like, you know, um, you know, is that is that a is that a, a thing where now he's worth more dead than alive? I mean, that's a that's a thing I think uh, because sometimes the appreciation for especially for stars and people like that tends to come up when you when they when they're gone. I'm like, oh my goodness, there's no more movies coming from them or something like that. You know, um, I, I don't know, but I will say, you know, like something just happened just recently, uh, and one of the prophets, a friend of mine, that's he was rebuking the spirit of death or something like that because so many people are saying like they're passing away quickly. Or in my area here, there's a funeral director, great guy, just young, 45, probably in the last couple of years, he had his dream fulfilled of owning his own funeral home and everything. He died on Saturday, either Saturday or Sunday, from a, an accident that had to do with um, him pulling up, getting a boat back on the dock or something like that. And I don't know the, all the details, but it's like whatever happened killed him instantly. And I'm sitting here like, Lord, man, that, I mean, and I look, and the funny thing about it, I had just had his card on my desk for some reason. I don't know why it fell out or whatever, but it was on my desk. Now, I'm not going to be all superstition and say, Oh Lord, uh, that was something that well, I need to be watchful of that. I'm not going to throw it away either. 
But I say it's like, you know, he was 45 years old. He had so Not much to live for. Pro- hold on, hold on. I, 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 skip, I missed something or I misheard something. Because I know I'd be trying to be an active li- a listener. But didn't you say the prophet rebuked the spirit of death or the angel of death on the man first? Or not on the man necessarily, but he was he just kind of made a statement on his on his Facebook page, like, you know, like there's something that's that's happening that um was we it need connected to, take note to that of. man or did that man see it? No, no, that man wouldn't have seen it. He didn't see oh. it. It wasn't anything like that. I saw it. Oh, I just so you saw just it. read it and then that ended and then up and then right, and no and oh, okay, I saw it, okay, but I saw okay. all the different things. I was going to say that the prophet should have aimed it where he was shooting at. I'm just saying. That's yes. why we're oh, no, no. bold. Yes. Let me he didn't, he didn't know I'm that, sorry. but it was, just, it was just an awakening of that, of hearing. You know, it was just all it was for me. It was more of, the, of, a, more of, a, of an awareness, if that makes sense. Um, like, Lord, what is happening? Maybe I need to be a little bit more um, watchful now or for something or just kind of pay attention. You know, that's kind of what it was for me. And so now you're talking about it today. You know, it's like, okay, what is this and what are we not seeing here? You know, um, what's happening? You know, we're, we're not in COVID right now, but, you know, of course, COVID has been out there. It's out there. But what is, what's happening in the body? What's happening? And, uh, so, you must feel question. something. Do you feel something? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm awake. You know, it's kind of like, you know, um, you know, like you, you're asleep for a minute and you just kind of going through life and do your thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see, um, some buzzwords and all that kind of thing. You see, like, okay, why? What is happening here? You know, are, is there something going on that we need to be aware of? Is there something we need to kind of uh, keep watch over? Lord, help me. You know, I want to make sure. You know, our Lord, is something really happened to me, and I don't know nothing about it. Help me, you know, I don't know. But my point is, though, I will say this: um, that is the great mystery. The only thing I know about death at this point is that I don't know when it's going to happen. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know how you're going to come out. We don't know that. But what we do know is that if you have received Jesus as Lord and Savior, that sting of death, in fact, Jesus has already taken care of that, the sting of it, whatever would happen before he came, there's no there's the torment and the sting of it is gone. Um, and that's all I know. I don't. I don't have any kind of any anything else with that. And and I'm gonna say this for myself. And I'm gonna go on mute for real. Um, when I preach a funeral, it depends on who it is. As a person that I know, and I know their walk with the Lord in terms of knowing that they're not every nook and cranny, but their overall walk with the Lord was that they knew Him and they served and they showed their love to other people and that kind of thing. That is the easiest funeral you can talk, you can you can deal with, because I know them. It's the ones that I don't know that are. It's a little bit harder. So what I do is I don't preach to the to the dead or preach about the dead. I preach about I preach life or teach to people that's there, and and make us more aware of. Hey, you know what? You could be next. But do you what do you is, is your uh, is your is your uh, reservation ready? You know that's that's kind of preaching that I do. Um, I talk. I always talk to the living, you know. Uh, but if I know a person, like one of the persons passed away in my in our church, and she was a beautiful, beautiful person, and she, you know, she exhibited Christ, and and so I preached about her. I I talked about her, and um, and I used her as my example. And everything that I said about her, everybody could vouch for because they had experienced it from this lady. 
you know, I hated that she passed away. I mean, it was just, uh, it was out of all the people that I knew that was, I was like, Lord, I got a list of folks. I got a list of folks, Lord, you could have taken uh, instead of her, you know, nobody here, no matter, I'm always used to get that as a joke, but, uh, but I know uh, at the end of the day, um, she was ready. I know that, but that's all I know. Um, but then that's the point that I always kind of make is that, are you ready for when your time comes? And uh, I'm get my mic. My God, Pastor Charles. <sighs> Pastor Lewis, you going to jump in right there? Or do you want to? Uh, Keith, I see you back. Um, so I'm going to kind of throw it over to you in a second. But I, I want to see the Pastor Lewis. Pastor Lewis? Yeah, um, I agree. Um, I think I really came into the knowledge of the sovereignty of God um, when my mother passed. Pastor mm. uh, Lewis, I was missing you on Monday, too. You got to go listen to the replay. I shouted you out. I, and that's why I was mad, too, that we don't got each other number, because I want to send you a text message Sunday, because I was thinking about oh, your friends. Wow. Oh. Swear to wow. God. Go listen to the show Monday. I'm 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 gonna go back and listen to it as soon the as Mother's this... Day edition. The Mother's Day edition. Got you. I'm definitely gonna do it. And then I gotta go back and listen to the other one because um I think um Lashina said she um she she did something. Um she was like, Go back and listen to it. I, I, I tried to do you or something. Yes, I was being you. I was impersonating you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We were missing you in the room. We oh yeah, yesterday. Uh, uh, attractions when she was reading the definitions. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm go about <laughs> I will go back and I'm gonna listen to him. Um but um yeah, I, I think I, I really came into the, the knowledge of the sovereignty of God when my mother passed. Um, and um, there was there were two things that literally kept me sane um, in those in that moment, you know, because I think I've shared it in here. I'm an only child um, and I'm an only grandchild. And so there was no one um, really there um, to, to help carry that weight. Um, you know, I'm an only child. And so, um, I was questioning, you know, my decision as an, as an adult, I hadn't seen my mom in like three years. Um, you know, we talked, but I hadn't seen her and, you know, we kept making plans, but of course I got a wife and, and family and, you know, she's in Wisconsin. I'm in, I'm in Georgia. Um, you know, my grandmother's in Connecticut. So it was just a lot of different variables. And, um, there were two things that God that that God told me um, that literally kept my mind from from rambling um, and going into a deep depression. He said, number one, he said, I am God. And I don't make mistakes. Man, <clears throat> that right there literally carried me through the, the, the passing of my mother. He said, hey, I'm God. My decisions are sovereign and I don't make mistakes. And um, so, you know, to really talk about, you know, taking too soon or God's will, um, I kind of live in, in, in the interim. I kind of live in, in the between of those, right? Because for me, she was taken too soon. But if God knows everything. <laughs> then, right. It was God's will. I mean, <laughs> you Come know. Come on now. Come now, on. Let's talk now, about it. Now. <laughs> I will say 
you know, according to the decisions that the person makes, how they go, um, you know, is, is left to question just as in when God, you know, spoke to the children of Israel, he said, listen, excuse me. He said, listen, you know, I set before you two doors. You choose. Oh, but that's kind of tricky though, Pastor Lou. Bible, here, here it is. Bible says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. And, accord, and, and, and according to your choices is, is, is the result of how you go. Pause, pause. And I wish Pastor Pan was back in here, but he left. But I, I wish he was back in here. But remember, the disciples got killed in a horrible way, and they weren't doing nothing. They choose. They chose the right door. So we can we can't always say that. What if what what I mean? Persecution sometimes comes with a little death. It, but here here's the thing. It was it was a choice to 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 follow God, and to preach the gospel. I'm a soldier. I'm gonna live for him. I'm gonna die for him. That's my God, and I'm right. gonna stick with him. Absolutely, just like um, soldiers choose to die. Okay, just like soldiers choose to die when they sign up for the army. Right. They, mm -hmm. they choose to put their life on the line. Policemen, firemen, they go in knowing that I might that die. This call could possibly take Ruin me out. Life. Yep. Come on now. That's why I tell people you don't want to be a leader because that's the true assignment of being a leader. But keep preaching. Lord have mercy. So, so, so it just chooses on the result. Not everybody's going to have, you know, there will be those that, you know, gloriously leave here, but then there'll be those that, you know, and, and it, it just depends on the path in which God has you on. And, and the, I'm going to make up a word so that you, so that you get my drift, but the horrificness of, of your, come in, give me one second. No problem. No problem. Now, see, he brought up something else, too, because, okay, so I don't know if I've ever shared this, but, okay, so 20, well, in 19, well, Lord, that would, that, you know, that was a long time, right? In 19, anything. <laughs> 19, in 19, <laughs> right? <laughs> in no, that's 1989. Years, okay, 1989, I was um, 20 years old, okay, 20 years old. Love the Lord in church. In fact, I had gone to church this particular night on a on a Tuesday night. We had a service, and somebody actually prophesied. They said, "God is about to change your change things for you. You're there's something that God is about to do for you. He's taking you to a higher level." And I'm thinking, "Okay, praise the Lord." You know, that's nice. You know, I get home um, and go to bed, and I was already late. It was already late, and I had to get up early to go to go to work. Um, I wake up and I hear my mom calling me down from from downstairs. I run downstairs and she's coughing and she can't breathe. I didn't realize what she was having was a heart failure or a heart attack of some kind. And she's still hit her in the back, hit her back so I can hit her. So I hit her in the back and all that kind of stuff. Long and short of it, I was praying for her, called 911, did all that stuff. And her last words with me were in the, I was praying for her and I was saying in the name of Jesus. And she said, in the name of Jesus. And she faded, started to fade out. I'm thinking, oh, God's going to heal. And I'm all the, you know, following ambulance and everything. God's going to deliver. God's going to turn everything around. And, God, and all of a sudden they pull me into this room and says, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we could do. She's gone. And I'm sitting here like, you must be crazy here, you know. And long and short of it, 
you know, I was 20, she was 40. She had just had my little sister less than three weeks before. And, you know, I wanted to, you know, there was so many questions that I had, but along the way, along the way of dealing with the grief and dealing with all of the hurt and all that stuff, I'm, I realize even now today, and I was trying to think about it, what would life have been like had she lived? If she had lived, she would have married this guy, another creep, um, probably, and then been mad with him in some kind of way. And she probably would be here with me in some kind of way. She probably would be here in Texas with me. I'm thinking, um, you know, things would have been different for my little sisters, I believe. But at the end of the day, um, in God's sovereignty, he decided to bring it to take her and it allowed, uh, she, she passed away. She died. And I know that I believe that she's with the Lord. I have no real doubt about that necessarily. That's not my, my thing, but I believe that she is. And I just, you know, have resigned myself to realize that after that portion and seeing that so early in my life and seeing that from a person that I dearly love, when, when something happens and someone passes away, it has a whole different feel to me where it's not, um, I, I don't look at it like, oh, Lord, you know, I don't go through all those changes. I might cry. I might go through those kind of things. But it's like it, it that particular death, my mom died the way she did and everything. And it was so quick and fast. I think it was just um, enough for me to be able to, um, to, to now have to deal, to know how to deal with it now. I guess, and I've used it so many times as testimony to others that have lost their mothers and stuff like that. It was, you know, I, I believe that I have an anointing now to be able to speak to that because I've been through it, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm gonna leave that there, but yeah, um, I'm like Pastor Lewis with that though. Um, death now is kind of like, it's a, it, this, that's God's business. And it's my business to make sure that I do what I'm supposed to do to help to comfort. And, uh, you know, uh, in the Beatitudes, it says, blessed are but those But, you know, who, Pastor Charles, you do what you have to do to comfort as a pastor. As a prophet, yeah. I'm going to tell you the truth. If God tell me why they die or God tell me they finna die, guess what? I'm finna tell you you finna die. That's the thing well, about being a prophet. God gives us secrets and mysteries. So I get what you're saying with the comfort and all that other stuff and all that other stuff. But I still, I'm, I just, and this is probably because I want this type of prophet in my life. But if you see me getting ready to die, you better come to me and tell me I'm getting ready to die. I don't want all that. <laughs> I don't want all that fake, goofy, stupid stuff saying, "Oh, you finna get ready to die because you in sin." The, the ham and cheese you is because guess what? I'll be like Hezekiah and turn my face to the wall. I need a real prophet that's gonna tell me. Guess what? I see an attack on your life, and you gotta watch who you riding with. Put on the seatbelt. I need a prophet in my life. I don't know what's wrong. okay. Maybe I get crazy. you. I, I get you. Maybe I'm just crazy. You. I get it, and the thing is, though, is that it, remember what the what remember there was a person that had died in the scriptures, and they it was like, um, please go and tell my brothers so they will will know that hell is real or something like that, and it was like, uh, no, because they have the same opportunity that you have, because there are prophets that's there that's going to be there. The thing is, is will they listen? Will we listen when we hear? That something's like that, or are we sometimes listening to some people and they say there's there's sensationalism? This sensational, they, that ain't gonna happen. And then what happens is, is you you say this, and the person does pass away. Does that change things? And that's the problem that I that 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 kind of comes up with this. Will people do what they're supposed to do when they hear 
the word. Because prophets are talking all the time, saying Jesus is coming. Get yourself straight. These folks ain't, some of these folks are not listening. But we have to continue to do and continue to uh, push, even though there's not, um, you know, there's not um, people that looks like they're doing what, what is being asked of them, if that makes sense. But yeah, I'm going to go on mute on that. But yeah, I, I hear you. Take yourself off loop. Yeah, I gotta pick up from that. Give me one. Give me. Give me. Give me ten seconds. Give me thirty seconds. Okay. So, so the real deal now becomes now that you know that something's getting ready to happen. Do will we do be about God's business and do what we're supposed to do and actually follow through with what we know now? So if someone said that within ten days you were gonna be you were gonna die. What Lord, what kind of frenzy? Some of us would just go into frenzy and probably go early because we're trying to get everything straight. You know, so that's a that's a thing too. But that is something we have to live with as well. Was that you know that one day possibly something's gonna happen. Why don't we have insurance? <laughs> Facts, Pastor Charles. Why are we not? Yeah, I mean, that that's a question. You know, you know that at some point you're gonna leave this earth. Why? No, I'm going to leave it for somebody else. No. Why is it? I, I know some folks right now that have passed away. Great men of God. I got, you know, I got to say it with a nice voice. Great men of God who left the earth without leaving um, who is going to succeed them. And they just left it and threw it up in the air and said, when I leave here, I'll let y'all fight over it. I'll let y'all deal with it. And then, And now the whole thing is about to crumble because you didn't leave a plan you or how about this you know you didn't get you didn't even get gerber life and now you did and now nobody has money to now we got to waste money to go and get all this stuff done to bury and to to you know and then you get mad somebody you get mad right then somebody gets mad because uh i don't think believe in cremation listen if it's gonna cost me five hundred dollars versus five thousand dollars and you didn't prepare that's what you're going to get. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm seeing problems. Somebody don't like me already. And I don't care. Because at the end of the day, we have to be, you know, the living has to take care of that. And and somebody needs to talk about what about the insurance? What about making sure that there's enough to take care of your debts? Take care <laughs> Listen, of I heard mortgage. that little part. I heard this little part right here, Pastor Charles, and I wrote that in my notes. But yeah, that's the only time. And I'm sorry to interrupt like this and come back. Y'all know I'll take oh, you, my yeah, do you think? But, but that's the that's the only time that we say that oh you was taken too well not the only time but that's one of the oh they was taken too soon was they taken too soon because you ain't, you know put a life insurance policy in play for them and now you got to do um a GoFundMe or yeah you know I'm saying I'm just I'm, I mean you you can get back I'm just yeah I'm just thinking that's that's one of those moments and opportunities that we like, oh, yeah too soon. yeah well I mean, that's did, what, look. we have life insurance. Are they gone too soon if they had a million dollar policy and and then they uh they they tragically leave the earth and they're they gone too soon then i mean that that's so that's a good question oh listen i will tell you this is a little story, joke they used to say back in the day if you saw um the like the let's say the husband passed away right if you saw the wife running towards the casket and jump trying to jump in the casket and oh john oh, 
They said, usually he didn't, what they're really saying is, oh, John, why you leave me with all these bills? But if the person, if the woman is going to the casket and she's dabbing her eyes and, and blowing little kisses, I love you. They said she loaded. Facts. She loaded. John left her with so many. <laughs> and you know what? Listen, I, there was an old thing that, that, was, that happened to me. I heard Bishop Jake say it, and I made a decision on that too. It's like, listen, I want if my, when I if I pass away when I if I pass away before my wife, I, I the, the goal is that she have enough to live on for the rest of her life. I want her to be able to work and have whatever she do. She won't have to work no more. I want her to be able to have what she needs to have. And I'm believing God that I'll, that I'll see that before I die. But look, I want to make sure she's taken care of. And if she ends up getting married again, that joker gonna have to work overtime and under time because he. Because I set her up so good that he ain't gonna, she ain't gonna never have to worry about nothing. That's what I'm saying. So, and that's my that's been my goal, and I'm thankful to God that praise the Lord. We gonna see what happens. See what the end gonna be. I'm hoping that inflation don't take everything. Though we just buying the devil anyway. <laughs> yeah, so we. But yeah, I kind of agree with that. Anybody else want to jump in real quick? Keith, I really want to pull on you for a second. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you're going through, and I know this may be a sensitive topic, but I definitely want to pull on you for a second because, you know, even in looking in the, the, the incidents that you recently dealt with, you know what I'm saying? I wonder how can we get people to realize that sometimes it's really just God's will, no matter what happened and whatever the case may be. I think we all have to come to the understanding. I think I tell people all the time, death is one of those really places that we should be winning the loss. Y'all know I started this whole episode on winning the loss because I feel like we don't preach that, which is why we're going to talk about it tomorrow. What do you really preach? Because I believe in preaching to the loss. And sometimes when we talk about funerals, when we talk about death, or when we talk about anything like that, that is our greatest opportunity to win someone to, to Christ. Because everybody wants to see heaven. Everyone, everybody wants to see the kingdom. Everybody wants to see God. You know what I'm saying? However, do we, do we preach a God that says, hey, you can see me. You can approach me. It can be my way, no matter how you die, period. No matter how you die, as long as you live that life that is pleasing or whatever the case may be, guess what? You're going to get to the kingdom. And I think oftentimes we're just saying, oh, well, they they died too soon or they died tragically, so it wasn't the will of God. And oftentimes, you know, even in mental health, that, that can traumatize somebody. You know what I'm saying? But that's one thing about I love having mental health therapists and people like Miss Lashina who know God and know, you know, psychology and stuff like that. Because you have to be able to combat certain things that say, hey, I know that that trauma exists because you're thinking, especially dealing with a Pastor Lewis situation, I can't imagine. Even with Pastor Charles, I can't imagine dealing with having to say, God, why would you take my mom away from me? You know what I'm saying? My relationship with God will probably be destroyed. Let's be honest. Let's be honest about it. It would be destroyed. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People like Pastor Charlie and Pastor Lewis are strong men. They were, I mean, it was God's will, kind of, because it built them to be better men. Now, to me, as prophet, I don't know. And I'm, yeah, I know I'm real honest and transparent. I can't say that I would have been, God give his strong, his, his, what, what that TikTok say? God give his strongest battles to his strongest soldiers or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have been a strong soldier that been like that. That's how I know Pastor Lewis and Pastor Charles are some strong niggas. And, and I mean, not to say it like that, some strong men of God. I'm sorry. Some strong men of God. Because I just, you know what I'm saying? And Ms. Lashana, I want you to jump in off that because I want us to talk about like how much effect that has to do on spirituality. Like when we preach, we don't realize that mental state, a mental health state and conditions when you deal with certain things like death, those traumas really affect your spirituality. For some people, it may be good. For some people, it's kind of horrible. Because guess what? Now you believe in a God and now guess what? That God did something that you feel like was horrible, was tragic, was taken too soon. And now your faith is diminished. Well, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, your faith is diminished. But then sometimes on the other side, like Pastor Charles said, you can see purpose in that. You can see vision. Oh, well, God's will was done, but guess what? It, it built me to be greater. You know what I'm saying? All things work together for my, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mr. Sheena, I'm going to throw it over to you real quick because y'all know I get to thinking and talking. Oh, Keith, <laughs> there you go. Keith, you can jump in too. Um, so definitely, I have my own experience that um, I don't mind sharing. I lost my favorite lady, which is my grandmother, to COVID. And the way that we lost her was very, very tragic. And so still dealing with that and working through the stages of grief, um, you know, we kept her really safe. Um, Granny didn't go anywhere. She you know, we brought her food in, you know, outside of her doctor's appointments and different things like that. Um, we definitely kept her safe because we knew that she was very, very vulnerable because she was older, right? And um, my uncle actually brought it in to her because he was still working. Um, and we got to a place where the whole family was sick. You know, I kind of stayed out of the way um, and was very, very cautious because of my former breast cancer diagnosis. So I really kept myself protected, but um, I ended up with it later on anyway. Oh my goodness, that's a whole nother story within itself. But anywho, getting back to my, um, my grandmother um, and her being rushed to the hospital. And the crazy part about all of this was that none of them i.e. like her sons, my aunts, none of them could actually go see her. No one could do that. So I was the one, you know, when we were talking with the doctors and everything, that I was the proxy that was able to come in and do, you know, they could still sign off on everything, but I was the one that could physically go and see my grandmother. And when it got to the place where, oh, Jesus, um, that they said she wasn't going to make it and we needed to get there right away. And I was the one that can go in and I, you know, asked and petitioned if my other cousin could come in with me just so I could have someone with me um, by me being the oldest grandchild um, and receive the most love and most support from my grandmother ever. Even when I was going through um, chemotherapy she was there every session like this was the kind of grandmother I had right and when I had to change up the way that I ate and there were certain things that you can have and you can't eat when you're you know battling cancer 
my grandmother made greens for me like literally every other day out of her garden. This is the kind of beautiful woman that I come from. This is my legacy. So I can't lie. That one took me through the ringer when I had to be the one. Ooh, I can imagine. Uh, I had to be the one in the room to FaceTime the family and say, y'all ready? Oh, uh, uh. That's okay. Take your time. Y'all ready? Oh, Jesus. And all of the family is out in the parking lot, even the ones with COVID. Uh, and we are just just undone, just coming undone by the second. So even imagine my uncle, the guilt and the shame he felt, right? And he is a former, you know, um, drug addict and drinker and, you know, alcoholic and, and just making sure that now we have to make sure that he isn't set back, right? And now in a place right. where he slips because he feels so bad. And going through those seven stages of grief, I cannot tell you how difficult it was. And again, it gets better each day. I, I will not lie to you, but that one hit me really, really hard. And just for context of helping everyone understand the stages of grief, you know, you begin with denial. You mm -hmm. Talk about it. Yeah, you, you denial. Um, and then you kind of get angry with God, right? And then you begin to bargain, right? Well, why? Come on, why, talk why, about it. Talk you know, about it. Like, why? Why her? Why couldn't it be me, as Pastor Charles has said um, and stated? Why her? You know, there's some there's plenty of other people on this earth that you could have taken. Why her? Um, Lord, you know, and then you, you kind of sink into that depression. Um, and then you finally kind of start to get to that acceptance phase. And then once you kind of accept it, then you kind of start your new normal and whatever that looks like. And don't ever let anyone tell you what that's supposed to look like for you. Don't ever allow anyone to tell you that, you know, you should be over this by now. Well, what if I'm not? It's taking me a little bit longer. And I get it. We don't allow our brothers and sisters and the people that we care about and we love to stay in that stagnated place because it will take you out. Um, it takes a huge amount of mental fortitude to be able to move through all of those stages and not get stuck. But I cannot tell you, it took me a year to even to be able to look at the pictures that I had blown up um, and to be able to put them in my room. So my grandmother now is the first face that I look at and she's the last face that I see. But it even took me a year to even just look at her pictures, you know? Um, because that, that's Miss Lashina, and not to cut yeah. you off, but but talk about and just for a little bit, and I ain't mean to cut you off because I no, definitely no, want to throw it off the key. But even talk about how long it takes for you to go through all seven stages. And for and some people, it takes years. It takes years. It takes years, and it depends on how long they are stuck for lack of a better word in that stage. It takes a very long time to get through the denial. I literally got through the funeral, got through everything, because again, I still had to be the one 
to take care of all of the arrangements. Because again, my aunties and my uncles, which is my grandmother's children, they all had COVID. That whole side of the family had COVID. And so I was the chosen one to take care of all of these arrangements for my grandmother. So I did not have the proper time to process the grief. I just had to keep going. I had to keep going and keep moving. I had to take care of the floral arrangements. I had to take care of the speaker. I had to make sure my dad and him got here because my dad lives out of town. I had to make sure that everyone, you know, the food, the you name it, the arrangements from from beginning to the end, the headstone, the, the burial, the policies, like all of that, doing all of that ripping and running. I had to take care of all of that. And so for me, it was prolonged trauma because I didn't properly take care of it because I had to jump into superwoman mode and Whoa. make the Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to literally put all of my grief on the back burner. Um, and so ugh, it took it took a while. I, I have to tell you, it took about two years. So you didn't cry at all? I mean, or, or I couldn't cry. No. Wow. I couldn't cry, but baby, when it hit me, whoo! And this was when I first uh, met Rashonda and them, and they really became like a huge support system for me. And mm. we were FaceTime, and we were crying out to God, and they were just from afar, and and I just really, oh my God. I had to deal with it after the fact. And it when it hit me, it hit me. And it came on like a ton of bricks. God bless you. I think one of my yeah. one of my saving graces was I had to do all that too. I was the eldest child and I had to take care of all the arrangements and stuff like that. And um but I cried every day. Every day, I think in every moment that I thought about it almost. It was like when I actually sat down and I mean and just, you know, woke up in the morning sometimes was like, oh my gosh, my mom. And I just cried, 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 cried. And I didn't stop crying until I got to the, to the funeral service. And I think that's why I was asking. I mean, but, but you, you, you really turned to superwoman because you were dealing with your grandmother and all the hoopla that went with that. And, but in that, is that, is that a place of nature you think? That's, was that your nature you think? Or, it- to be able to be superwoman? It is, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I think a lot of yeah. people jump into that, like, psychology. Yeah. Well, not a lot of people, some people, when you're close. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the great And just, you know, naturally moving into pastorialship, I've always been that kind of calming peace in everyone's storm. Um, they call me sunshine, literally, um, because I can provide that. And then I'm also the peacemaker as well. So it's a natural grace, but that one, that one was rough. Ooh, Jesus, that one was hard for me. I believe it because, I mean, that that right there, what you just described, my goodness. You know, I, I think I wanted to be strong, but I didn't, I just, I mean, I don't know if, I think my strength was actually, crying actually letting it out and actually talking about it and then uh the one thing that i had too was my grandfather was there was with me was around there but he he came in one day brought some stuffed pork chops by the house and he said um that was it and but my mom's family my mom's side 
they were there like vultures. They were just all there all the time setting up, you know, we did the setting up, you know, and it was like, I was telling my, my wife wasn't my wife then, she's my girlfriend. And, um, <laughs> and I was, uh, I told her, I said, okay, now watch what happens when it's all over. I said, now these folks right here crying and moaning here, they're going to be gone the day of the funeral. They're going to snatch what they can and they'll be gone the day after the funeral. But my grandfather is going to be here and you will see. And she was like, okay, you know, and sure, just sure to, true to form when they were all gone and the chip, they were done. When I had to deal with the rest of the stuff having to deal with it, they, my grandfather was there and was like, Hey, what you need? What's going on? How you doing? You all right, son? You know, he called me bruh flu. Hey, bruh flu, you all right? And I told him what was going on and things that I needed to do and everything. He said, all right, well, just let me know what you need and then we'll, we'll help you to deal with whatever you got to deal with. And that was it. And then they, and then people try to figure out why does he love his grand? Why does he love that side so much? It's because y'all other side. Oh, wait, y'all, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm sorry. I'm bringing out my old stuff. Don't own this. Are <laughs> no, you good about the this clubhouse? This is not nice. Them rascals. Look, them rascals didn't know. They didn't know that I had already peeped them. You know, and my mom had already told me about them. So it was like it was, It's a lie. It's a lie. But I will say this. I will say this. Listen. If, if don't let nobody tell you not to cry and you're going through grief. If you do whatever you need to do, you know, within reason, do what you got to do, especially cry. Let it out. Let it out. You know, and all that funeral stuff. If you don't want to see the body, don't go. Don't do it. If you don't have the fortitude, if that's not what you're able to do, leave it alone. Amen. I'm going to go mute on that one. It's okay, Pastor Charles. I'm gonna do a class where we we all learn how to tell our business, but not tell our business. Because I understand you was getting in, but you was too deep. <laughs> Keep. I'm talking to you. <laughs> Keep. You you there? You there? So, um, so when it comes down to grief, can everybody hear me? Yeah, you good? No, on. you good. We hear you. Go ahead before um, another call come in. Oh Lord. No, I put it, I went another option. Okay, good. Deal. So when when it comes to grief, um, now I biologically, people that know me, biologically, um, I had three siblings, um, aside from myself, and all three of them are gone, and um, so wow, dealing with that, becoming an only child, and then um, of course, around that time when I lost them, then I lost my grandmother. Um, one of the things that I do know from experience grief, I always try to think of it on the, you know, God would never let me like get too upset because I always thought of it from the person's aspect. Like even when my grandmother died, everybody around me was like just really going through, but I knew that she was sick and I knew that she was really going through and, you know, that's really no place or no way for a person to live. So, you know, honestly right. for them, for them, what we see as a tragedy for them might actually be God's grace. Right. Um, That's good. And sometimes we have to look at it like, even though we would want to be selfish and, you know, my wife is asking, she said, you know, even if you were sick, I wouldn't want you to die. I said, listen, if I was sick to the point where I can do nothing for myself, you better let me go. Because right. You better let I'm me die. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, don't, I think sometimes from death, we think about it from our perspective, but we don't think about it from the person 
who is actually right. going through the sickness good, or the person who's actually going through the pain. Um, so, you know, even in that, we don't see it as God's grace, but to the person who is going through, that is God's grace. Right. And um, he's not just graceful or gracious on our behalf, but he's gracious on their behalf because he knows how much they can bear. And, you know, because we don't ever know what a person is going through, sometimes even with situations like this, like my aunt just passed away, and this is my favorite aunt. Like this, this aunt helped raise me. This aunt um, was the one I stayed with. This aunt was like a mother to me. So this was very hard for me. But I do understand that, you know, in the last moments of her life, she was um, very sick. Um, she had dementia. And, you know, she was always a go-getter. Like, if she wanted to get something, she would get two jobs. And she would always tell me, she said, whatever you do in life, enjoy your life. And you got to get two jobs to get what you want. Get what you want. <laughs> I and, um, she would always, so, you know, when I would go there recently, the past couple of months, I went there just to see that everything that she worked hard for, you know, left to the kids, you know, people don't hold up to your stuff like you hold up your stuff. So to see her, her, her cars that she worked hard for just, kind of rotting away in the yard and them selling stuff and then the house is not where it was and she and she prided like her house was even different she was a very unique person like everybody had regular houses on her lot on her block but on her house it's shaped like an octagon like a two-layered octagon so like the bottom of it has eight sides and the top of it has eight sides and that's how she had it built and she prided herself on her yard and her house but then when she got sick and could no longer take care of herself her house went down her cars went down and you know just to see everything she worked hard for and then because she has dementia you know she just sat in one spot and just looked at the wall and i knew there was no way for her to live so you know, though my heart is broken i understand that you know this was god's grace for her and that this was god's will for her um honestly you know all we can do is trust god in situations like this and just appreciate the time that we do have with our individuals and every life, every day that he gives us is a gift. And when he stops giving it to us, we just got to thank for what he has done. Um, but yeah, I always look at it from the person's point of view because, you know, when you're sick and you're going through, even if it's a, a, a illness like COVID, you know, I've seen people on ventilators and going through like, to them, death is a grace. And um, so I just thank God that he not only has enough grace for me, but he had enough grace for them to not allow them to suffer in pain. And um, I dare not be selfish, even though I we want to be selfish because, you know, to lose a mother, a father, a aunt, a uncle, all of that stuff is hard. It, it just is heartbreaking. But um, you know, they're not. God is not just my God; He's their God too. So that's how I look at it. See, I'd be happy to get into that mind space. What Keep just said. What Keep just said. God ain't just my God; He they God too. I, Lord, that's why you my big brother because I don't be thinking like that. I be thinking, God, you my God, go ahead and save them. I don't care what they thinking. They know they need to be here. <laughs> you know what it is? I have experienced so much loss and like to I don't to bury all of your siblings. I don't know if anybody's ever had to experience that, but to bury no. every, all of your wow. siblings, um, to 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 ride in a car and watch your siblings' body in a hearse um over and over again that that is heartbreaking and i had to get to a place in god where i had and to you said you had how many siblings you know what three Ugh. and um yeah but that that's how i look at it he's not just he's not just my god he's their god too
I'm sure I see him imagine that. And that's crazy. I can't imagine. That's why I love sitting around. Like, I'll tell people, this, uh, it's, I don't know. I, I really wish I could have another word for it. But this is like my my guilty pleasure. I love sitting around older people listening to their stories and their life. Because it just gives me so much wisdom. Like, how, can you imagine that? Like, just imagine. And y'all know I'm prophetic. I can see. Like, I can see. So imagine how, how small my imagination is compared to the prophetic. So it's just my imagination, just imagining that. It's just, ooh, I just can't. I just can't. That's why I be telling people, God, I be wrestling with, I be wrestling with topics like this. Because, Lord, I don't know if I'm built to live for tomorrow. Because today be getting on my nerves. I'm just saying. <laughs> today be getting on my nerves. I don't know if I'm built for tomorrow. You want me to be strong for all this other stuff? Like, you want me to be built and strong enough to see certain stuff happen in this earth? It's bad enough that I be having to see it in the spirit, see it in my dreams. See it pro- but you you think I'm strong enough to live through it? God have mercy. Mm-mm. Lord Jesus. You talk about take uh uh-uh. this is a this is an interesting topic though. But it only builds up to, like I said, what we're talking about tomorrow and then the day after that. Because I like these. These are evolutionary conversations that people need to have. The time now is, you know, eleven fifty nine, so it's time for us to wrap it up. My job here, hey, 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 I don't know how God bless me <laughs> like this. <laughs> to get paid for taking care. <laughs> I just think of stuff. Just just God just a blessing. But my other job is it's time for me to get off one job, go to another job, as well as do the other job, because I also got finished through the labels and stuff. Uh this today or two weeks. Well, we gotta go ahead and get the draft down today so I can finish by Friday. Cause guess what? She is gonna be across the nation in Walmart. Hallelujah. Shout out to Julie. And I'm gonna be part of the team that, you know, helped produce her labels. Ha ha. Limitless Alliance is going national again. <laughs> With another <Yay>. again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shout out to these kingdom collaborations. That's what we call them. <laughs> I know, I know. You shout. I have a little shot. Come on now. You better praise God. You better praise. She prays it with me. (laughs) Shout out to the Kingdom Connections. I love them. That's why God birthed us in this earth. That's why I like having these conversations because not only does it challenge us to think, but it also challenges us to think about our purpose. It challenges us to think about the God we serve. Like we need to stop just, you know, trying to recycle people's salvation. We need to stop just trying to, you know, you know, steal members and 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 like, come on now, everybody that I connect with, guess what? The reason why you're attached to my voice because God want to take you to another level. God is taking us to another level, and I believe that it only comes with kingdom connections. That's how we build that momentum. I've been telling you all month we build the momentum and we. Being balanced in that, and guess what? With building that momentum, guess what? We pushing some boulders up some hills, but guess what? With the right people, the right strength, the right knowledge, guess what? We gonna overcome everything that God puts in our way because we building momentum. With that being said, go ahead and PTR, PTR to see where you are, see where you are on the stage. We're gonna go ahead and cut to final remarks and question of the day. Let me praise God, ain't it? Huh? Hallelujah! Come on, good God. Hold on, let me change the page. I done got better at writing my questions of the day down and planning the show better so I can, you know, take time. Because truth is, I I'm, I really want to pull in a good $5,000 from this show. God's going to bless me to make it happen some type of way. Because I really want to pay y'all for real, for real, just for y'all time and all this other stuff. I want to give y'all weekly offerings. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. As well as bless the people in the audience. Like, I want to be a kingdom giver. 
Like, and, and I'm, when I say give to the kingdom, not just giving to the people that's preaching. Hallelujah. But anyway, <laughs> let me get to this uh, question of the day. Move. Ooh, what today is today Wednesday? Okay, so we're gonna read the Wednesday one. Look, 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 we're gonna read the Wednesday one. Okay, so when it comes to eating, yeah, I know I'm an eater. Girl, we ain't even talking to you right now. I'm trying to do too many things. Okay, so when it comes to eating, are you the type, and this is just the question of the day, are you a type of person who prefers to eat alone or do you like eating with people? No matter how you are, are you a person that likes to eat alone? because you don't like people watching you eat and all the other stuff? Or do you, you know, are you one of those people that don't mind eating around people? We're going to go with that. PTR, see you on the stage, so we're going in that order. I'm going to start off. So for final remarks, great conversation. I love this. Y'all know, we we finna continue this conversation throughout tomorrow and throughout Saturday, shameless, I mean, not Saturday, Friday. Throughout Friday, shameless plug, Friday is... It is what it is, part three. We talking about sex once again. I'm sorry y'all gonna get tired of it, but guess what? All these members and children and folks that y'all connected to gonna be having sex all summer. And I just wanna make sure that they're having sex the right way and we're gonna talk about it the right way and all this other stuff. So we're gonna have It Is What It Is, part three, this Friday. We're gonna talk about masturbation and all that other stuff. But for the question of the day, um, me, y'all know, I'ma eat. I'ma eat regardless. I don't care. Where, where I am, I'm going to eat. You can eat with me or I can eat by myself. I grew up in a time where I was always the new kid. So I had to grow up learning how to eat by myself. And then people started learning how to eat with me. So, you know, I'm one of those type of people when they come to me eat, I'm going to eat, period. If you want to eat with me or eat by yourself or whatever the case, it is what it is. I'm going to eat. So when it comes to like me being alone or me eating with other people, um, I prefer to eat with other people because it may eat more enjoyable. Truth be told, and I eat more when I'm with other people. I don't know why, but I eat, I eat more when I'm with other people. But, you know, as far as like, yeah, do I prefer to eat with people alone? Yeah, I prefer, you know, either or, because eating is eating. Other than that, we finna get, I know, I know, I know, you mad. I did it, I did it, because you want to eat now too, huh? It's okay. You mad, because I'm talking about this eat. Anyway, next person on the stage, Miss Lashina, we going to you. Do, 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 question of the day, final remarks. <laughs> yes, she said, it's, I'm hungry. It's I'm time hungry. To Talking about all this eating, all this food. <laughs> Imagine how these grown folks feel, a baby. Yes. Oh my goodness! Amazing room, amazing, amazing room as always. I love it here. Um, as for me, you know, I am a foodie. I love to eat. Like I, I feel like Julie sometimes. Like for real. Like Julie loves to eat. I love to eat. Okay. Um, don't, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. And I am not one of those pretty girls that you take me on a date. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to act like I want a salad. I don't. I want to eat. And I'm going to eat right here in front of you. Make sure you bring a pocket full of money, bro. Listen, because I'm going to eat. And I'm not going to be cute. I'm going to be looking at you like, can I taste that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me taste the food too. So yeah, I don't mind um, eating alone, um, which is kind of like my new normal as I am an empty nester now. Um, Cause my daughter is just doing her whole life. She doing her. Um, so yeah, this is a different space for me. So if I want something, I typically have to go get it. And if I don't bring it back home and eat by myself, I can just eat it right there or whatever. So yeah, just enjoying my own company is, is, pretty different for me um but the preference is definitely always more company you know more conversation it's more of an atmosphere and more fun that way when you have others partake but yeah i'm not afraid to eat alone hey that's a whole word i ain't afraid to eat alone um but yeah, as long as i eat 
listen, hey. So yeah, definitely, definitely looking forward to tomorrow's conversation. Love you guys. Thank you so much, Miss Miss Machina. Um, Julie, it's all you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Why I'm eating. I'm sorry. Uh, Prophet, you know how it goes, my daddy child. I eat any kind of food any time of day. But I love to eat. I just, if someone there, I, I have no problem with you. But I just said that eating a whole five parts meal by myself. Like another day, I went to um, Kobe Steakhouse and I enjoyed that. When you were coming last time, I was there eating dinner all by myself. I eat five. <laughs> I what? I had my five course meal right there, and I pay for my belly. I have no limit. I don't wash no calories. I don't wash nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a foodie, and I don't act cute on days too. Because when I go, I don't have the soup, the bread. I don't have the salad, the dessert. I don't have everything. So. I eat. If you don't want to eat it, I will eat your food too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat when it comes to food. Julie said, "If you don't want to eat, I eat your food too." <laughs> I hope I don't eat. I know, sir. Nice for me, sweetie. I love food. I can eat food and roll food until I die. Until I can't eat no more. I love food. I know that's right. Exactly, and Lord, don't let you have my favorite dessert because you can make it worse. I'll eat the food and the dessert the same time. Julie, we can't be in the same place because, um, <laughs> oh god, you know, right? That's right. I start, you know, but I start off small first with my salad, the soup, and my salad, and then you know, I start the whole everything. And then my father's habit I have with eating is eating and drinking the same. I have to drink while I eat, so oh my god. You know, I have a sister of mine. Julie, you know what? Dude, uh, I'm coming back. I believe the Spirit of the Lord is telling me to come back with my TV show. And, you know, one thing about my shows, we be talking about spiritual things, but we be making it real practical and real entertaining. So I think as we talk, and he, my first series is going to be on discipline. I told y'all earlier in the show that I'm going to kick it back oh, to I discipline. Yeah, we're going to talk about discipline and how we eat as Christians. Because some of us be saved as I don't know what. But guess what? We can't control our eating. Julie, we got to control no. our eating. No, listen, I'm the I one. Control... It's me. No, I can't control no, my no. eating. Listen, it's me. If I'm going to eat, listen how I eat. If I'm Keith, healthy, you need to be delivered. No, we, we need thing. to be. No, nah, see, that's what's wrong with the people of God. We we need to be I delivered know. from all that food. But see, see. I recognize it, but see, no, see, the thing is, I recognize it, and that when the doctor said, Keith, you have to change your relationship with food, there's a large part of me that don't want to. I'm just going to be very honest. Don't make food, though, I, God, I mean, I mean, Keith, God says have no other God before thee. You can't have food as a God. I love God, but I love steak, too. When the doctor tell me to change my relationship with food, I have no, I have no problem changing my relationship. But listen, if I'm going to eat a healthy salad, it'll be a bowl full of salad. It ain't going to be no portion salad. I'm going to eat the salad and add my favorite dressing, raspberry dressing on it. You know, I'm going to love the food. That's what I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat healthy, but I'm going to eat a big bowl, you know, a big bowl of salad. Keith, That's you good. can eat your food. You just have to be eat it in portions and and monetize your own. Doctor Katrina. 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 Katrina.
God bless you all. I mean, we got a celebrity in the building on today. Dr. Trina Brown. Ah, millionaire believer. Listen, I, I am so excited to be in the room. I haven't been in rooms in a, a, a month, it seemed like. But I, I just wanted to IPTR so y'all can see my lifetime presidential lifetime achievement award. And then um, you, some of you will follow me on Facebook. You know, I lost my dad on the 30th of April. Uh, April the 30th was my mom's birthday. I lost my dad. I received the presidential achievement award. So it was a, it's been a roller coaster ride for me. I buried my dad last Saturday. So. But I'm excited because God told me that it, this is not the end. I, I have much more to do. And so I'm excited about what's to come. Kristen, I'm excited about ministry. I'm excited about the glory of God and how he's doing things from the inside out. In spite of, in spite of what I've been through, prophet, my God, in spite of the last 30 days, it seemed like it's been some ups and downs oh, and five nights. But my God, today, when oh, I now. tell you God is doing a new thing in me, he's to change some things in my life and I can't even speak on it. And I'm looking at it and I said, my God, well, Lord, what is it that you're doing? What What is it that you need from me? And God said, I just need your faithfulness. huh? God said, I just need your faithfulness. I just need you to continue to be faithful to what I told you. Continue to walk in your purpose. Prophet, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what people have been saying, but but I'm telling you, man of God, even Christian, uh, uh, um, even in these next 30 days, there's going to be some things that we see that happen. I know some people got some things because it's summertime coming and, and they want to do this summertime, summertime, you know, Fresh Prince uh, song, summertime, summertime. And so now God said, but this is the time that I'm shifting some things in the midst of the summer where it seemed like it's going to be a heat wave under natural on the weather side. But God said, I'm putting a natural heat wave within you. And so this thing here, I'm telling you, I can't even explain it. I'm just glory. I'm just glorifying him because I know that I am yet to see the beginning of a new thing that's getting ready to come because it's, it's, it's manifesting before my very eyes. And I'm just trusting him. I'm faithful to the end in spite of everything. You know, I don't, I lost my mom over 20 something years ago, lost my dad a, a week ago, a week and a half ago. But you know what? In spite of all of that, I still stand. I'm still got the victory. I'm still doing things that he said. The promise of God never fails. And stand on the promise of God. I just wanted to come and encourage someone. I see that it said uh, women of day Wednesday. And I just want to encourage the women. Stand strong in spite of whatever you're going through, in spite of all that you've been through, even to the men. Because the thing about it is God said his power, his grace is sufficient for you. And so if his grace is sufficient for you, Kate, no devil in hell stop you. Even if he tried, he can't stop you because the promises of God is yes and amen. And so we're going to stand on the word. We're going to trust the word. We're going to believe the word. We're going to endure the word because see, I got to digest it and I have to change my appetite, uh, Keith, because I'm changing my appetite because there's something within me is calling me for my greatness. And so if I change the behavior and the appetite that I have for the word of God and the appetite that I have for the belief, 
believers of God and an appetite that I have for what he has for me, then everything would line in place. That means my health got to get in place. That means my body got to adjust to the authority of God. That means everything in me from the top of my head to the crown of my feet got to align up with the authority because I walk in my authority. I'm walking in kingdom authority. I'm walking in what he called me to be. And so I just wanted to come and encourage someone. I don't know who needed a word, but I just want to lift someone up today and say, you know, this is not the end. Even though we might be going through some things financially, we might be going through some healthcare issues and all these things. But God said, this is not the end. Shake it off. Shake the dust off your feet and walk up the mountain and go to the top and see what's on the other side. I'm Dr. Trina Brown, and I'm going to dock my yacht at this time. Oh, God. Mighty God, woman of God, I tell you, we missed you. My God, I missed y'all. You came with the smoke. Mm, my, hey, kid, hey, bitch, oh, my. Listen, don't get me. Listen, I'm a, I'm, I ain't come in no rooms to play patty cake. I, oh, Katrina now. I don't come to play patty cake with the enemy. I ain't come to play. Listen, I ain't got no mama and I ain't got no daddy no more. And so now I ain't got nobody but good Jesus to depend on. And so, listen, I don't have time to play with the enemy. Come I ain't got now. time to play with Clubhouse. I ain't got time oh, to play God. with the new players or the whatever. Because, see, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he done with me, y'all don't know. In the last week, I had to go against enemies and enemies within enemies. Families come against me to try to stop me from bearing in my dad in his own family plot. I, I'm telling you, I had to go against some things, but let me tell you, but but God, God stands in the midst of what you think. Jesus. Even Jesus. I don't believe you should do this. I don't believe they come and tell me what I need to do. But God said, no, 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 stand, daughter, stand. And so I stood in the midst of everybody. So they wanted to go off. My son wanted to go. He brought the pistol to the church house. Let me tell you, my son don't play. I, I'm telling you, Chris. Lord, have mercy. Said, Dr. Trader, no, he did. Ain't nothing wrong with it. At his gun church house at the funeral. I said, now, Frederick, don't you pull. He said, I'm bringing my gun. He said, I wish they would. Yeah, you might be the evangelist. You might be the preacher. You might be the pastor. He said, but I don't play. He said, listen, I kid y'all not. My son had his gun at the funeral. And he said, I'll lay them right beside granddaddy. I said, my Lord, Calling y'all, I said, now, Lord Jesus, I can't go and try to, I got, got to keep this together. So it's something about praying and letting God and letting go. I let God and let go. I mean, I'm when I tell you enemies coming from families, I said, oh, God. I mean, people said, well, I... They called the funeral home and said she can't bury him because they got to get my permission. And the man of God said, I ain't never dealt with your family like this. I said, this is the the hater that's in the family. And so one cousin, distant cousin, that ain't even in the bloodline is, was trying to stop it. But God, but God, I said, okay, put him right here. Put him over here. They don't want him over here. I, I'll put him over here. Then he ain't got to be bothered with none of them. I said, he'll lay in peace. Listen, I'm telling you, I say the battle is not mine, it belongs to the Lord. God gets the glory. Whatever you're going through, don't you let no devil come and say you ain't got the victory. You got the victory in everything that you do. And because, see, the devil can't stop something that God already provided for and, per, uh, and ordained for you to do. And so I'm just telling you, listen, I'm, oh, God. Oh, yeah, bless you, Coach. 
Listen, when people see my teeth, they can see me. And when God says do, you better run and do. Don't you stay, don't you don't you yield, don't you say no, I can't because you will be feeling some kind of way, but you better let God and let go. This is a season that you do not deny the power of God that's within you. Do not deny the power of God that's within you. No matter what comes over, Rashonda, I don't care what the enemy comes and say. I don't care how he comes and say you can't do this because you got these kids and you got that going on. But whatever comes your way, Julie, you got to say, oh, not today, devil. I am ordained for this assignment. I am ordained to do what God called me to do. I'm going to treat about and I'm going to die right now. My God, Dr. Trina. Glory. Look, we were supposed to be getting up out of here. Y'all came in here. Good job. You can't be doing it. You can't and be doing it. And Christian getting started. Christian no, started. Right. And I was going to say, you the smart Christian. It's less than 30 days for Christian. Y'all look at this baby. Get ready to go to sleep. Let's go. That's fine. We've been taking another hour. We got another 45 minutes. I got time. Hey, we got time today. Listen, I'm telling you, Kristen, you better speak. listen. That man of God, when you walk up that altar, when you go and cross over into that new realm, just be believing that God's going to do something. Just listen, because now He's bringing you as two uh, together as one. And so when you go across that altar and you go and say, "Okay, if this is I do and to death your part, baby, you better believe." There's going to be some haters that come from all different directions. Within the next 90 days, there's going to be some people that come and say some things because the kingdom of God is going to reign like never before on you and your wife. I'm telling you, be prepared for the be prepared for the haters because they're coming. Even because you see the wedding, they ain't even seen the wedding yet. The, the, the thing is that what, when they come in the building and see the things, they're going to be saying, how they do all that? Why they doing all that? And they, they ain't going to last. They ain't going to, because they've been saying you ain't going to last anyhow. So you just go ahead and say, put a nail in the coffin, put a nail in the coffin and say, okay, this shall die. Today it's going to die. And so as you cross over and move into I do, it will die. Mm, okay, let me leave this thing alone. Wait a minute. Is that Dr. Trina? Oh my God. Listen, man of God, I've been missing y'all. I've yeah. been missing y'all. I've been missing y'all. Well, please understand that we're so happy to have you back. In, yeah, I in, just in the words of, in the so words of I don't the, know if you could see my little uh, lifetime presidential lifetime achievement award on um, my PPR uh, profit. So I don't know if you want to refresh because I just put that up there. I. Oh yeah, well, I see it now. Oh yeah, I, we see you doing big things. Oh yeah, yeah you you missed the congratulations episode. Congratulations, Doctor Trina. You you part of the crew. Congratulations. You missed the episode. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank. You. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I'm over here doing double duty. Who who was we on? I forgot what what was happening. Who who what was we at? We was on me, and then Dr. Trina came in and we turned the whole room around. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come out of order. No, you good, no, Dr. No, no, listen, no, that, that was that was terrible. Me. Listen, I no, had you to. You good, Dr. Trina? I was gonna say I'm gonna throw it over you then. 
Um, and we're gonna get back in order then. So you gotta answer the question of the day because you not already gave final remarks and summed up the growth that we were talking about in the room earlier. But so my question of the day, are you the type of person uh do you like excuse you, bless you? Don't you see I'm on the radio? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Leave that baby alone. If she be looking at me, I don't care. Anyway, uh, Dr. Trudy, the question of the day is, do you prefer to eat alone or with people? Do I prefer to eat alone or with people? Uh-huh. You know, some people don't like eating in front of other people because they don't like how they eat or they just don't typically eat in front of people. Even though, you know, we have those moments where we have to eat in, eat in front of people, like with family gatherings, out to eat, stuff like that. Do you prefer to eat alone? Even though you're out in public or whatever the case may be, or do you prefer to eat with other people? I, I, I me personally, I, I prefer to eat alone because I'm a, I'm a enjoyer of food, and 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 I, I, and I say this I in, a, in a way. I get that. <laughs> listen, and because I enjoy my food, I I like to taste my food. You don't want to be distracted not, by nobody. So when I, I taste it, I I make certain sounds, and so some people <laughs> might not like it because if it's good, I'm going hmm, I'm gonna give a little moan or groan with my food. Uh, I, I like good food and so but I, I eat it in portions because see I'm not going to eat the whole thing I don't eat a lot of food anyhow because I eat six small meals but if it's real good like some some good crab legs and and, and, and lobster tails and stuff Mighty like that God. and with some good some garlic Mighty butter and God. all that good stuff Look, so so I if I got to dip it in my butter and I'm cracking that thing and and the juices is, is, is flying everywhere, uh, you gonna get a mmm and a uh and all that in that. And so uh so I when I go I know how to act decent in order when I'm in public. Now come on now, uh because I know how to be. <laughs> I didn't I would not be where I'm at, but I know how to do all that. But when I'm at home. And I can just spread my plate out any kind of way and make sure I'm eating. That's some good eating. That's some good eating, Dr. Trader. Right, right. I'm good. I'm good. I got my sweatpants on and a t-shirt and I ain't got to feel like I'm all tight and bothered about how I'm eating my food. Then uh, it's okay. Uh, but I, I, I'm one of those that, I, I, like I said, I like to eat around certain people. But if you come to my house, you just be be free. Make sure you wear your sweats and, and everything. Don't be all bundled up and tied up that you can't enjoy your meal. Because most majority of people they and they unbutton that top button. You know how you unbutton your top button to make sure you don't <laughs> Uh, and so that's the type of thing that I like is that I'm a, I'm a cooker. And so when when a person like the food, uh, a cooker, someone that cook and prepare food, they enjoy people enjoying their food. And so I enjoy preparing the meal, but also I enjoy eating the meal that has been prepared for me or I have prepared myself because there's something about enjoying food. That's why God is allowing us to be mindful of the appetite, like I said earlier, that we have. So I, I, I can do alone. I can do alone, but I, uh, it, it's good to when you can eat alone and enjoy and have the pleasure of the food that you enjoy. So that that's me. That's just me. Uh, so I, I would say that I'm, I'm I like to eat alone. Um, but uh, if I had to eat around family and friends, they they know already. Just give me my napkin. <laughs> I'm sure I have, you know, 
if I if I'm, it's gonna be a nasty type of meal, and I, I I got to go get my gloves because I'm I'm gonna be popping uh, uh crab legs and stuff all over the place. So I, I'm making sure I'm ready for it. But uh, uh don't give me no crab no crab uh, boil it with no corn and all that and, and potatoes because it's gonna be a hot mess up in there. It's gonna be a hot mess. Uh, and it's a good mess, but it's gonna be a hot mess. <laughs> I definitely agree with you, Dr. Trina. I understand. <laughs> Keith, I see you clapping. I'm on you next anyway, so I'm gonna go ahead and throw it over to you. Do the loop by the remarks of question of the day. <laughs> now, what's the question of the day again? I want to make sure I heard do it. You, do you prefer to eat with people or do you prefer to eat alone? You know, in this day and dispensation in my life, um, this dispensation in time, I prefer to be by myself, praise God. Um, I actually don't mind eating alone every now and then, you know, and a lot of my friends and stuff, I mean, my, like my real good friends, they be either busy or they moved away, you know, they live full productive lives. So a lot of times I find myself um, eating by myself because of, like, I think it was uh, Pastor Lashina that said it. I am definitely a foodie. Of course, I'm trying to be delivered from it in a certain degree because I'm trying to change my relationship with food. Um, but I love food. I lo listen, I like trying new stuff. Uh, just and especially like new restaurants, like stuff I'll go on Yelp and all these kinds of stuff and look at the reviews and I'll go to a restaurant just to see what they're about. So I'm definitely one of those type of people that likes to try new stuff. But sadly, my voice is coming to an end with that. And um, I it's just not coming to, to an end. It's not coming to end. You just have to eat it in moderation. It's it's how you eat and the portions that you put in within your body. It's not coming to an end. Your taste is still there. It's just that you won't be able to eat. And uh, I I love food and I still eat food, but I eat it in moderation and I make sure that I eat the stuff that's not going to be messing with my stomach. But it's going to be a portion that I will eat that's okay with me. It's okay after five ten years of doing this. It's okay to eat small portions. Just don't overbend. Well, thank you so much for that encouragement because I was the, ooh, I was depleted in that daughter's office. I was so depleted. But of course, you know, I was, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to um, be my healthier self. But yeah, um, to answer your initial question, I prefer to eat alone. I'll eat alone in a heartbeat. But um, yeah, I hope everybody else has a good day. <laughs> Thank you so much, big bro. I'm with you and Dr. Trainer. When it's a good meal, I know I'm finna be smacking and, and napping. Oh yeah, I prefer to eat alone, but they ain't gonna stop me from eating in public either. Ask Prophet Christian. Oh, I'm gonna shout down either way. <laughs> Pastor Charles, it's on you. Do -do -do -do. Final remarks and question of the day. Right when my mouth was full. <laughs> So basically, you eating alone, <laughs> right? <laughs> right now, I'm eating alone. But I think what's what's funny is that why are you and I, uh, Pastor Keith, why are we kind of twins? What's up with that? I can't believe you want to steal I my brother. Know. That's what it is. You want to steal my no, brother. Pastor Charles is an older version of me in another life, and I'm a young. We don't went through the same things. We don't had the same experiences. Like basically, I know my future just by listening to Pastor Charles. Um, <laughs> Lord, that's that, and that's why you should go ahead and lunch. That's why you should go ahead and lunch. Kingdom life. There's a there's um there's a couple of alterations in our timeline. Thank you very much. <laughs> Not the alterations in the timeline, Pastor Charles. Just go ahead and get King Kingdom like um Kingdom Life, North Carolina. We got that. Listen, listen. Oh, South Carolina, right? South Carolina. Praise the Lord. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, 
one of the, I mean, I guess I like, you now I love people. And so I, you know, whenever I have the chance to be able to have, you know, the 12 disciple look and that kind of thing, it's great. I love to eat uh, with people mostly. Um, but that's the best conversation. Uh, yeah, those great, it's great conversation and everything. I think if I, you know, I love having a meal with my wife. So she, she makes it really fun. Um, you know, sometimes by sometimes we're just not even saying anything, but just eating or whatever. I think though, but because I'm a foodie as well, I love to go to good good restaurants and find that restaurant that I can ha find something you know exotic or whatever. Like right now, Cheesecake Factory is not my favorite these days because I think I've had everything that I kind of want on the menu that I've had. You know that that really pulls pulls my taste buds in but for the, for the most part though i'm like well past uh dr trina though if i go to a good place that's doing a crab boil that has the potatoes and shrimp and, and lobster tails and stuff like that and they put it in a bag and put it in front of you just sloppy and this garlic butter and you know oh my lord jesus oh lord i think i'm gonna go there tonight anyway um i i love uh i'm a foodie but i can eat alone but I, I think I prefer mostly to have eat with good good friends that that I, we can have that have conversation of any kind um, over. So yeah, I think that's where I'm at. That's me. And uh, y'all have a great day. It was a great room today, and I am so so very uh, glad to hear Dr. Trina. And congratulations again to you on your award. Uh, very well deserved, and I look forward to hopefully meeting all of y'all face to face one day in Jesus name. Pastor Before we Charles, you're not coming to the Bahamas. I'd like to, uh, I guess the reality of it is probably getting the dates and figuring all of that out. Uh, I was going to say, I'm working with my team um, within the next week or so to figure out my budget too. Because I already got my passport. I just got to figure out the budget for us going down there. But yeah, we're going to do Waco with the Prophet in the Bahamas. So I, have, so I have my passport. My wife doesn't have hers. So I've got to get, I've got to work on that because I know that we're going to be traveling. So, and she's already, you know. Working go up. ahead and tell, yeah. Go ahead and tell Miss T why she get her eldest license. She needs to go and get her passport because why God elevate her, God send her international. Let's go. Uh, okay, I heard, I, we heard the word of the prophet. So shall we prosper? Amen. So yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yes, sir. So yeah, we're gonna do that, and uh, but that's that's something that's been in the works. But we just gotta get it going and get that done. So, but anyway. Thank God for all y'all. It's great. And I'm eating my Frosted Flakes in peace with, let me see, what is it? What kind of milk is it I'm using? Oh, there it is. Almond Breeze. That's right. Yes, Almond Breeze. Yeah, we, 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 believe, we buy in the lactose intolerant spirit. We're done. But I, mean, I don't eat ice cream, though. But um, Frosted Flakes with uh, Almond Breeze, we're good. Hallelujah. Have a good day, y'all. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pastor Charles. I appreciate you. I'm telling y'all, we celebrating in the Bahamas for real. If y'all don't know, y'all better go ahead and get plugged in. All y'all gotta do is text prophesy to 22828 and you'll get connected with waking up with the prophet, the prophetic circle, and all the other organizations and ministries that I'm connected to. Because y'all know I own the Limitless Alliance. That's my business, that's my ministry. And that's what God called me to lead. But with being in connection to that, guess what? I can't be limitless by myself. I'm only limited because I'm connected to God and God connect me to all these other people. So make sure y'all connect to the ministry so the ministry can get y'all connected to all these great people. And y'all can come celebrate with us in the Bahamas in October. With that being said, I'm throwing it over to Pastor Lewis. Pastor Lewis, that's all you, sir. Good morning. Do -do -do -do. Go ahead. Final remarks and questions of the day.
Oh, and you just so happen to not be there. I know. That's how I be feeling, too. I'm going to throw it over to Rashonda then. Rashonda, it's on you. Do-do-do-do. Hey, y'all. I see, baby. Go put it in the sink. Put it in the sink. Praise the Lord. Great morning, everyone. Uh, I have been uh, on a hotline all morning, apparently. Um, trying to do some new things. Praise the Lord. Hmm. I know I'm on assignment, so I got shifts and things around. Mighty God. Uh, other than that, this has been a great room. Baby, go back in here. Okay, open it. You know how to open it? Open it. My apologies. Um, this has been a great room. Uh, when it comes to eating, I prefer to eat alone. Because <laughs> you know I have to share my food with these people. But nonetheless, y'all have an amazing day. I love y'all so much. <laughs> I understood that for a whole different level. Because <laughs> I swear, when you a mama, everything you eat, the children you got to eat. So I, just, I bet you do prefer to eat alone. <laughs> Lord have mercy. God bless you. Thank you so much for coming in here. <laughs> I know. Here I come. Uh, we he said you better to, hurry up. <laughs> I know, right? I think we already went to Dr. Trina, so I'm going to go ahead and go to Prophet Christian. Prophet Christian, final remarks and question of the day. Uh, grace and peace to the room, um, to God our Father. Uh, we thank the Lord for his presence thank God for just being with us today. Um, I missed the conversation today, um, but I believe it was a good one. Um, but I stepped right in, right on time. Because in my prayer today, I begin to pray and uh, the Lord began to talk about um, an automatic open door season. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are getting ready to happen. Dr. Trina, don't you know that? I know you know that. Pastor Charles, don't you know that? I know you know that. Prophet, I know you know it. Um, Lashina, I know you know it. But it's up to us to get to the place where the door is. Can I say that again? All right. I said it's up to us to get to the place where the door is, meaning the door will only operate based on your movement. Come right. on, say that. The door only operates based on your movement. So if you don't take that step, that door will not operate. If you don't step up, that seat is not available. But your oil is calling for the seat. And the seat is calling for your oil. Um, so I thank the Lord today. You asked me about food. I'm sorry. So I'm going to speak in English. <laughs> Lord God. Um, but that's the kind of morning I've had today. Um, so when it comes to dining, um, as far as me, you know, I don't really care who I eat in front of or if I eat by myself, I'm going to eat. And um, I am, I, I eat fast. I've always eaten fast all of my life because I've always been in the mood 
there's been a movement about me from birth so it was grab your food make sure you eat you got to move out to the next meeting you got to do this you got to do that i love what i love what i don't like i don't like it so i'm gonna eat what i want and what i don't want is not gonna be on my plate so i'm going to always enjoy my food and even when I try new things, I try them little by little. And I learned that when I went to Barbados for a mission trip. Because, and no sense of you trying to minister to nobody if you ain't gonna eat their food. Y'all ain't saying nothing to God. Come on. <laughs> it's the truth anyhow. So, and they fixing a feast for their guests and they watch you and they watch to see if you eat what they fixed. Um, And I was with one of the seasoned saints and she said, I'm gonna tell you a secret. She said, don't fix your plate like you at the house. I said, okay. She said, get you a little bit of everything and sample. She said, and whatever you like, you go back and get more. Um, And that has taken me far because in those particular moments, I was able, you know, to to eat and, and they were watching and I was glad because when the Lord released what he released, they were well able to receive because that's one of their checkpoints. Do they receive us by eating our foods? And so when we try new things, just be very careful that you don't run after it and indulge because if you don't like it, you're not going to eat it. So that's what it is with me. It can be in a large group, a small group, or by myself. But I'm going to eat and I'm going to be satisfied. And I release my mind. In Jesus' name, thank you so much, big bro. All right, I'm gonna throw it back to Pastor Lewis. Um, I think that's the only person I'm missing. Pastor Lewis, are you there? You have your final remarks or question of the day? You look, you don't stop spitting on me. Okay, well, you know what? Since Pastor Lewis not there, I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all. Uh, Sienna like eating with other, with other people, and she ready to eat now. I know, I know. Whatever, I don't care. Don't be talking to me like that. This is my show, and you just the guest, bro. Like, don't do that. But anyway, yeah, we're going to go ahead and end the show. Since it is Women's Day, and y'all know I love honoring our women, even though they don't get much time to talk, when they do speak and when they do talk, they're powerful, impactful, and influential. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to one of my sisters to go ahead and pray it out. Um, Miss Lashina, you there? Because I know Rashonda Biz and Julie at work. Yeah, you probably at work, too. Miss Lashina, you there to pray? If not, I'm going to throw it over to one of my fellas. No, mamas. All right, I'm throwing Pastor Charles. Pastor Charles, you came back in the room just to pray us out. Can you pray us out? Sure, sir. Well, Lord, we thank you for this day and thank you for all that you're doing. We praise you, Lord, because you're God and you're God alone. There's no one like you. We can trust you, Lord, in everything. And Lord, we lean and depend on you because you're the God 
who heals, who delivers, who gives us, Lord, all that we need. And thank you, Lord, that, Lord, you said in your word, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So, Lord, we thank you right now for your comfort, for your leading, and for your help, Lord, in those times where we have to deal with grief. We pray now in Jesus' name that you be glorified, be magnified in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for waking up with the prophet. Listen, y'all know normally we do a three-hour show and I'll be off of about 11 o'clock. But I tried to push it today and it's really getting back at me. When I tell you, yeah, Selena's getting back at me. So I'm going to go ahead and end it here. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all podcast platforms, Apple Radio. Um, no, correction. Our Heart Radio, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, all that other. Y'all know what I mean. All the podcast platforms. And listen, I'm looking for more help, more supporters and all that other good stuff. So make sure you visit AmariusFan.com backslash um, waking up with the profit or subscribe, one of those. So you can make sure you're, you know, contributing, helping us. Y'all know we don't raise offerings, but if you would like to help contribute and all the other good stuff, help us continue to be a blessing, feel free to, you know, go, you know, click on all that other good stuff. But listen, I love you guys. I'm praying for y'all. I'm going to go do my job and feed the little baby. Hey, hey, you're so cute. I'm finna get me one too. I'm telling you, but I ain't gonna go out there and get one illegal. Listen, I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. Yeah, have a peaceful, prosperous, and productive day. This room is ending in three, two, one. Bye. Hey, love you guys. Love you more.